You're listening to the Everything Swallow podcast with Sean and Shana Swallow. Sound real loud. You do? I think so. In my ears, I do. The Everything Swallow well, podcast. That could just Sean be the volume level. Check, check, check. Just playing it again. It's, we're playing it again. That's Hello, right. everybody. <laughs> Good morning. Turn your volume down. We're hearing each other so much better now. Yeah. Because I've got some new new equipment. Look at that. New cables. New cables. New stuff. Cha cha cha. <laughs> well, guess what? We have a very esteemed guest with us here today on this Sunday I know, morning it's edition. It's so exciting. Of Everything Swallow, we have our guest. Tom is with us. Hello, yes. Tom. Hey, everybody. That's hey. so great. It's good to have you. And his, look, I'm, making, I'm putting you on the spot. Uh-oh. His significant other, his better half, Alinda. Say hello. <laughs> hello. You can't, be, you can't be in the room and not at least say hi. And not at least say hi, exactly. You don't have to say anything else if you don't want to. <laughs> All right. It's good to see it's you guys. So good to see oh you guys. man, it's been too long. Yeah, it has. it's been way too I long. I know when you guys got out of the car, I was like, oh man, I missed them. I, I remember that. Yeah. I know we were looking life for pictures. Life gets busy and oh. life gets crazy. You guys all well know that. And all of a sudden, like a year goes by. Yeah. And you're like, or more. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, where'd the year go? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, I remember hanging out with them, and I miss hanging out with them. And then all yep. of a sudden, it's like. It's been long enough, and you think, well, I can't call them now. I haven't, <laughs> yeah. call, I haven't called them in a year. <laughs> you know what I mean? And that's I like, Sean who? Yeah, exactly. Who is this? Yeah, Blowing yeah, up my yeah. phone. But that's why, um, you know what? That's what the podcast has been great about, too. It's given us a reason to call people that oh, maybe yeah. we've lost contact with and the world need to know about. Sure, yeah. I feel so small. <laughs> do I look small sitting here? Because I'm sitting You're in, in a, a low chair. I'm sitting in an old Methodist church pew. Can you tell? See the thing in the back? And he really is, yeah. folks. He really is. It's not a, <laughs> yeah, this is where I would put my uh, the songbook. Yeah, yeah, yeah the hymnal. Hymnal, <laughs> yep. So I feel like I'm really short, like I'm a little kid. Now, it doesn't hurt that you're 6'9 or whatever. Yeah, yeah I'm a giant. Yeah, so <laughs> you do make... How tall are you? Six, six eight. eight. Yeah. Six, six, oh, I was eight. so far off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you give him an extra inch. Yeah. yeah, like he needs it. Yeah, don't give him any more inches. How have you guys been? Man, uh, busy and uh, ridiculous because, you know, I shortly after you changed uh, jobs, I changed jobs and uh, took a whole new endeavor on, and that was uh, a god-awful learning curve. Yeah. You know, going from uh, network administrator to a network engineer was really a strange transition for me especially where you know the other job was people saying i can't print i can't get to the internet i can't get to the you know the song dumps and all these passwords expired right yeah and my passwords expired i forgot my password even though they have a sticky note on their monitor which is never supposed to happen and sometimes yeah 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 and sometimes the people that make the most know the least know yeah. the blows least. my yeah. mind yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. why are you in charge here again tell me that because yeah. you have no clue of what's going on how did on. you get that money yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so 
you know, and the, but in the new job, it was just kind of like no one calls you, no one needs you, but your workload is colossal. Really? And then you're designing telecom circuits from city to city, state to state, country to country. Wow. And you have a quota that you've got to hit and you've got a certain workload you've got to maintain or they get rid of you. Wow. So, wow. yeah. That they, sounds hard. It, yeah, it is kind of <laughs> hard. hard. Yeah, so a couple of times I came home I was like, honey, I don't know if I did the right thing. Right I know, now. right? <laughs> I don't know. Might Can I change looking. your password for you? Yeah. <laughs> ask, ask me to change your password. But then one of the upsides of the apocalypse we're living in was everybody's working from home. Right. So yeah. then I've I haven't gone to the office in months, yeah. nor now do I even want to because right. you don't need to really. I'm so much more productive at home because I'm not sharing a microwave with 80 other people. Right. I'm not sharing a single bathroom with 75 other men. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sharing a single fridge with 80, 85, other you people. know, yeah. other people. Yeah. Wow. And, and you uh, require a lot of food. I do. Yeah, I food prep. We were food prepping this morning before we came down to see you guys. Oh I can't even imagine what you guys should do a show. On you just should your do a show prep. on I'd your food very prep. Interested Man, in maybe that. that could be even like a, a remote podcast video of you guys. Absolutely. Just watching how we do. Like Let's do 15 it. Fifteen pounds of chicken a week, and all these veggies and all. This I want to see it oh myself. My God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like I do. It, it, it does get crazy. We're coming to your place. I bet you yeah. guys have it I'll down the, like that's a right above your head. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we do actually because we've done it for so long and it's just a way of life. So I'd rather like really kind of bust it in one day and then I have food for a week. Yeah. Then every day at lunchtime, I've got to wonder, what am I going to eat? Where am I going to go? Right. And and it saves a lot of money because eating out is expensive, as you well know. Oh, yeah. Even with. I just want to be able to adopt that mentality and maintain it. Yeah. How do you keep it up? That's what seems like the hard thing is how do you it's that, maintain it's that it all strange the time. thing. It's just like training and bodybuilding, right. right? And those kind of those two things kind of do go hand in hand with the athletic life. They really right. do, right? Because you can't train at the level you you have to train at if you can't eat properly, right? So I never like the word diet because diet's a bad it's word. It's a bad word. And nutrition plan is how you should look at it. You have to have a nutrition plan and yeah. eat things you like. Yeah, and I don't mean like pizza and ice cream. Right. Although I like pizza and ice cream. Don't <laughs> yeah. get me wrong. Right. But for instance, some people hate broccoli. Right. Okay, so don't commit to a nutrition plan that has you eating 18 servings of broccoli a week. That's dumb. (laughs) You're going to fail, except you're going to fail, and don't do it. Don't do it. But maybe you love Brussels sprouts. I hate Brussels sprouts, but every time she makes Brussels sprouts, the whole house smells like a giant fart. Yeah, Yeah, they do. That is disgusting. I walk in the door, I'm like, oh my God. Brussels sprout day. (laughs) Or one of the dogs sick or something. You know, what is going on? But she's baking Brussels sprouts. Yep. So, but if that's what you like, you gotta do those things. Yeah. So, like, for folks that are like limited with like meat, some people are like super against red meat or something, but fish and chicken are, are in abundant supply. Yeah. So, you know, and you can't get enough protein from just eating beans and tofu. I'm sorry. Right. You kind of can't. Right. Because you'd have to eat such an inhuman amount. You'd oh. be sick. Yeah. Especially to get your size. Yeah. I weigh a lot. So it's, it, I have to have so much protein just to maintain well, what I, was gonna I say, weigh. How, does that, how would that even benefit you being a bodybuilder, being vegetarian, vegan? You know what you I know mean? You know what's funny because is I don't know a single successful one. Yeah. You know, and, and as soon as people point to somebody that's on YouTube or something yeah. training and, and are a vegan... But they still never look as good as the guys that are on the stages right. that are the professionals. And you know have, what I mean? have the ba- balanced meal <laughs> yeah, plan. Yeah. I mean, because right. that's the one thing about you. You eat very balanced. You're yeah, very yeah. well-rounded. Six times a day, yeah. X amount of protein, X amount of carbohydrates, yeah. X amount of fats. Yeah. And you can't eliminate, you know, the big popular thing now is everybody just going keto. 
Yeah, but what do you, you think about that? I don't like it because yeah. to me, it's the recycled Atkins plan. Right. I thought the same thing. Yeah, right. Yeah. So I, I mean, thought the packaging. same thing. You know, fats yeah. and meats are great, but you can't eliminate an entire food group. And here's why. Your body can make a protein yeah. by itself. Yeah. Your body can make a fat. But you know your body cannot make a carbohydrate. Yeah. So you've got to give it something from somewhere. And you just eat the right carbs, right? Yeah. Huh. yeah I yeah, mean, because yeah. they're good ones yeah. and there are the bad ones, ones yeah. right? And that's what I thought, too, because I saw this whole study on people who were really struggling trying to lose weight and they couldn't. And that's because they cut out all the carbs. Even the good ones. They mm-hmm. get, ate very minimal when they said you should have cut out the bad ones and raised the good ones. Yeah. Because those are the ones your body burns through. Like donuts and stuff. <laughs> no. Yeah. Krispy <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Kreme. <Christy Cream. laughs> <laughs> those are the good carbs. Those are. Well, but here's the thing is that you... Whoa. Oh, Go you're ahead. okay. Well, no, I was going to say, here's the thing is that, you know, you can cut the carbs out and you're going to lose weight. But as soon as you add those right back in, guess what's going to happen? Yeah. You're going to put all that weight back, back on. on. Right. So, and you're not really helping your body learn, right? Because Because I, I guess that's it. That's what I've always known. It's like, okay, you starve your body. Then when you give it back to your body, it, it indulges in it because it's been starved on it the whole time. Absolutely. When, like what you guys have done is you have just taught your body the right things to have, the right things to eat, you know? And you guys still eat pizza and you guys still eat ice cream and everything else, but it's not Mm -hmm. every day. Right. It's not every week, probably. Probably. real strategic. So like when you have leg day at the gym, that takes the most amount of calories out of you. That takes the most amount of effort to achieve. And you weigh more from the waist down than you do the waist up because of the density of your legs. Right. And the, the amount of blood mass and all that kind of stuff because how gravity works. But so on leg day... I'm always guaranteeing you I'm eating ice cream on leg day. Right. In the evening. Because you're burning it. Yeah. Well, I burnt it all off in a day. And now I need to like replenish my tank a little bit or else yeah. come Monday, I feel like I've, I got hit by a truck. Yeah. So, you know, I'll have like, I'll come home. I have a pound of pasta and meat sauce with, uh, you know. A, uh, pound, ham, of a pound of pasta. I said, that's pound, the whole box. Yeah. A pound Holy of pasta shit. with meat sauce and <laughs> mushrooms. And that's my that's my recovery meal every yeah. Yeah, that leg carb, day. That's a hard carb. Yeah, it's a, but a hard as soon starchy as you carb. Put but it's, it in, I need it's it. burning. I mean, yeah. it is. You're just con- you're like a furnace yeah. Yeah. that is just constantly burning. Yeah. So it never sits in your gut. Yeah. For and, any and, amount of time. And I do want to be fair yeah. and point out that I am 52 years old. So it's not like I'm just a 25 year old that can eat pizza and go right, work right, out right. and I got abs. Look at me, you know. Sometimes those genetics and that youth plays a big role. Yeah. But as you age, your body tilts yeah. another direction altogether. Yeah. Oh, yeah. you got to be able to, to yeah, wrap your tilted. head around that. Right, right. <laughs> well, that's kind of what happens to like um, like college kids and like they'll, they'll be football players and they eat this incredible, you know, diet because they're training all the time. And then they get out of school or they get out of the league or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then they keep eating that same way, but they're not burning half as much as right. they were. And that's how they gain all the weight yeah. because you don't balance your activity to your eating. Yes. Yeah. 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 And I can't, you know, I, I can't say, you know, like for men particularly, we have that double-edged sword of you don't produce as much testosterone. Yeah. You know, you, your metabolism slows down. And for a man, that's a double-edged sword because yeah. 
your testosterone plays an important role in in your ability to maintain muscle mass, right. proper blood pressure, your libido, all of that jazz. Body fat, belly fat, particularly, is all kind of all tied the B's: in. body fat, belly fat, boners. Yeah, yeah, the three B's, <laughs> the killer B's, the killer B's <laughs> of the over fifty male. Yeah, man, got to be prepared for those killer B's. That's right. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I think what people don't understand and even men don't understand is that all begins in your 30s. Like yeah. you, you're depleting. The downhill slide begins at like 32 yeah. or 35. And because you're still younger, you don't even think it's happening to you. Right. And then that's why when they turn 40, they feel like utter crap. Yeah. And they don't even know why because they don't realize that their testosterone has been slowly depleting, depleting. Yeah. that yeah. whole time. And now you have your tanks on empty. Yeah. And now you're like, shit, uh, I got to do something. Yeah. And I can tell you when I turned 40, my gut grew to be 40. I mean, immediately. <laughs> I grew a gut. Immediately. You got a 40-inch waist yeah. in, a, in a month. Yeah, I was like, what the hell? 40? I should have still trying to get down to 40. <laughs> yeah. you, you know what I mean? I was like, holy crap. What the hell happened here? Yeah. And, and that's so, the whole thing. And plus, I, I didn't food prep. Well, <laughs> I was just still eating the same. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But for a while, though, you went nuts and was cycling like a madman. Yeah. He's and, still cycling. Uh, you dropped uh, like 80 pounds or something, yeah. if I recall. Uh, in, right, right close to 100, we both did. Yeah. yeah, it was an incredible amount of weight. Yeah, and so we... And you also were not 30 at that point. No. I want to point that yeah. out to oh, you. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah, I was in... You were in your 40s. Yeah, a man over 40 that was, that was yeah. doing this here. So. Yeah, I was over 40, <laughs> yeah. for sure. And, um, but I just want to say, to maintain as it. a woman... It's not fair. <laughs> I prepped all his food. Yeah. I told him what time to eat same. it. She I ate the same, the same and it just melted off of him wow. like nothing. And that's not fair. Kept my boobies, though. That's good. That's right. <laughs> Keep them. And Give I, me a break. And I, that, I mean, I got down to 185, which I think is just too was too thin for me. Yeah, it was um, a little thin. But I, I can maintain myself right around two. Mm-hmm. 210 I, I, if i get up to 210 which is where i was at i think right after this covid hit maybe a month or so ago yeah and i get back on the bike but that's the difference i get back on that bike two days a week on that bike and 25 miles it. 30 miles each time and that i 10 pounds drop. is gone in in a week yeah yeah and i drop the yeah. weight and then i can touch my toes again <laughs> yeah yeah you know, we'll see them for so, well, yeah, yeah exactly both <laughs> i can do both things because that's the yeah. one thing i've noticed as i've i'm approaching 50 um I it, it's harder to bend over. Yeah, if I don't ride my bike. Yeah, during get the, the regular exercise during the winter time. I'm definitely stiff. Well, I'll say this: <laughs> even my flexibility is a uh, is a far cry from what it should be. Simply because being this tall and weighing so much, when I get down on the floor with the dogs or something, yeah. It is a Herculean effort to get, get off the off floor. Off the floor, oh, I right. Bet. And I mean, it's so different than doing a squat or it's so different than doing like some kind of like leg machine or some kind of other I body motion. I can't even imagine what yoga would it, be like for you. Uh, yeah, and you know what? People at work always mess with me. They're like, Tom, you should come do yoga. I said, listen. Do you know how heavy your arm well, would get <clears throat> from I said, could you imagine? I weigh 300 pounds. Yeah. Could you imagine me taking this foot and putting it up, up over this yeah. head yeah. and tucking yeah. it behind me some way? Why would I benefit from that? How is that helpful? Yeah. That sounds like the most awful, painful, weighs? disgusting <laughs> thing I could do. Yeah. Well, how big around are your thighs? Uh, I, gee, I don't know. 
Thirty something, probably. Yeah, wow. yeah, we were watching this. this They're a power, waste. Power They're the size <laughs> of a, a one of my model's <laughs> yeah. waists. Yeah. yeah, right, right. <laughs> we were watching a powerlifting show, and the guy on there's waist was or his thighs were forty two inches each. Oh yeah, and yeah. Guys like Thor Bjornsson and Eddie. That's Hall. who it was. I mean, it yeah. was Thor. Yeah. It oh my god, Thor. those guys. You know, the, people think I'm big when they see me at six foot eight, three hundred pounds. But yeah. then you realize Thor Bjornsson is six foot ten and four hundred and fifty pounds. Yeah, and forty two inch thighs. And right here in Colorado, we have another world strong man um brian shaw that lives right up in fort lupton huh. and he's been on the world strongest man and at the I think arnold saw his and name on there all that stuff and he's also like six nine and yeah. like 450 wow and uh it's insane the strength of these guys yeah but i can also tell you they are not flexible no. i can tell you that. oh yeah yeah because you know, i'm a junior version of those guys yeah. and i'm not flexible at all well, so and I can then tell they you. can't even touch their head yeah it's oh, <laughs> hard to wash your hair i'm always like <laughs> rubbing like a bear rubbing against a tree in the woods that's yeah. why i scratch my back i get against the wall and just gonna yeah. dig my back into the doorway yeah, yeah. i met a guy once could you scratch my back your bicep's so big, you can't even touch your own head. Yeah, right. <laughs> it gets in so the way. Great. That's so great. I do like watching that those that strongman show, though. Yeah, it's on like it's always over in Europe. Fifty point three. Yeah, which we don't, we don't have. Okay, we still have rabbit ears. So if you've got rabbit ears, fifty point three. Yeah. Wow. And they and, uh, it's move on all the time. Incredible. Oh yeah, it's things. insane. Yeah. They pick insane. up cars. Yeah. Yeah. Like these giant boulders. They got to pick up a boulder that's as big as a Volkswagen and carry it for fifty. Yeah. Right. yeah. And you know what? Funny <laughs> enough, most of those guys too. They're they're all they're always in their thirties because by the time you're forty in that sport, you're ancient. Yeah. And by the time you're oh, like forty two, yeah. then you're just a commentator. Yeah. Your knees. Because your knees, your spine, yeah. your joints, your hands can't keep up anymore. Uh-uh. So all these guys have to claim their fame and make their money and make their endorsements and do all their cool stuff in such a short prior to window. forty. Yeah. Plus they also at forty, as Sean and I both just confessed. Yeah. Your body shifts rad- yeah. radically, radically after forty, yeah. and after fifty, it's even worse. Yeah. Crap. So that's why you never see these like legendary guys like Magnus von Samuelson and these guys ever compete again because they're fifty now. Yeah. yeah they're just yeah. They're, they're watching. They're dinosaurs. It's yeah. like the NBA. You know, you rarely see an NBA superstar past 40. Yeah. Or the NFL. Totally. Right. Look at uh, Brady. Yeah, right. very few. Or, very, very, very uh, few. Manning. Look at Manning. They said he couldn't even tie his own shoes. Right. Yeah. But it's, it's always amazing. the quarterbacks. Like, you don't see the linemen right. playing into their 40s. Oh, right? no, you don't no. See uh-uh. the, no, the ones no. getting beat up. No <laughs> yeah. way. You don't see that. My running brother-in-law. Backs. Yeah, running backs never go past 40. <laughs> no. You know, My brother-in-law has been a bodybuilder his whole life. Yeah. And he's now 60 maybe 62 yeah and he has had both knees replaced yeah. both elbows replaced he just had a hip replacement yeah you know uh, watch the sad documentary <laughs> on netflix if it's still on on ronnie coleman who was the greatest bodybuilder of all time he won the arnold several times he won the olympia several times he was like 300 pounds at like three percent body fat one yeah. of the only humans Ooh. to ever get that low wow. but be that big, big. But when you see Ronnie Coleman wow. now, who's barely 50, he's he has a walker. He oh. takes oxygen. Oh. He's had knees replaced, hips replaced. Because he just goes so hard. surgery. And it was unhealthy so being that That big and that strong. There, I took mean, so much. Yeah, he paid a price that most were willing not to pay, and that's why he reached that legendary oh, status. Oh, that guy. But now, yeah, yeah, you got him. Unbeatable monster. Yeah. Just ridiculous amounts of body oh, mass. Yeah. Ridiculous amounts of body mass. 
and yet you see him now and he just looks so, oh, so sad for him sad too, in terms of yeah because you'd be so depressed yeah there he goes see that yeah. the hospital bed there yeah, and in the hospital there he is with a walker in one of those pictures down below there and yep. wow. you know but i mean in his day there was no equal on on the planet in, in you know now you see him yeah look at him he's, man he's in walking devices and he's in because his joints oh yeah he stands you Bones. can see his just his elbows and shoulders are shot yeah, yeah. well that's my brother in law you could tell because like he wasn't I mean he's still very God, muscly right yeah. but you can just tell he's not Oof. they don't straighten out the way they should yeah and he just hurts all yeah. the getting up watching him get up and down off of the ground when i worked at the cake shop with him it was just like oh my gosh jimmy you're poor knees. wow yeah. how does his skin even stay on wow look at that those, look those at are that. Those lats yeah the lats wow. he had some of the biggest lats him and dorian yates had these lats that's that just a guy looked... who has to have his clothes made Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. You have probably, to you have, probably have a hard made. time. It's crazy for me to buy clothing because even like finally, just in the last few years, like places like DXL and stuff, mm-hmm. finally realized that like not every big guy is a is, fat guy. Is a fat guy, right? And not every tall guy yeah. is a beanpole right. that weighs a hundred and twelve pounds right. or six right. foot five, right? right. right. So the sizes you need are called like XLT. So right. it's like tall. extra large but tall. Yeah. And then you also need like an athletic cut because your shoulders are really wide, yep. but your but waist, your waist is, is small. So if you get a 3X shirt, it's like a it's tablecloth yeah. blowing out around <laughs> yep. you. Yep. But and then the shoulders you gather it all it, in you know? and tuck yeah, it in. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So finally, there's some clothing coming out like a 2XLT, 3XLT, and then yeah. there's 3XLT athletic cut. But you're, it's slim pickings. Yeah. So oh, I'm sure. you got to buy it when you see it. Yeah. Because if It'll you don't, be gone. it's gone and it's never coming back. So yep. I got a lot of one ofs yeah. <laughs> for dress shirts. It's like the one dress shirt I found yeah. that fits right, looks right, and I have to wear it for 10 years. Yeah. Because <laughs> I won't find another <laughs> one. No more. You know? Why don't you take that shirt and make a pattern I out of it? should make a pattern. Oh, make my God. Make some more shirts. Take and that shirt. You have to take it apart. Just large athletes. Yeah. You would take off with that because we can't buy clothes uh-uh. and not everyone can afford a tailor. Right. You know what right. I mean? Because yep. I can always buy a big sloppy suit yep. and then have this amazing Italian tailor yeah. just kind of cut it to just me. Yeah. But that takes an $800 suit to a $1,600 suit yes, in about real fast. minutes. Real. real fast. Yeah. And you might, if you're going to pay that, you might as well just have a handmade from the beginning. Yeah. Right. And then you right. Pick and then at least fabric there's a pattern. Everything. Yeah. And I can say, hey, I need two more pair of pants next yep, week because I've exactly. got some shows to do or some gigs to and do. And they have yeah. it. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Boy, that might be an idea for you we guys. We should do that's an, that. It is a niche market. I yeah. mean, but, but it's a starving niche market. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there's so there's many of us out there. There's a lot of you guys out there. Yeah. There's a lot of us out there and none of us can shop at at normal places. We can't go to Walmart. We can't go to Target and Walmart and get a shirt, you know, right. or the average dress store don't even have your size. When I, you know, when you tell me you need a uh, 38 inch sleeve, but you only need maybe say like a 19 or 20 inch neck. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, we have 20 inch necks, but the sleeves are only 32 inches long. Right. right. Because or they're, they have a 38 they're building inch sleeve. it for a short little fat man. Yeah. yeah. Well, they have a 38 <laughs> inch That's sleeve and it's got an 11 inch neck. Yeah. It's like, I, I don't have a pencil for a neck. I, I've got an actual neck. I can't, I can't button neck. that. You know what I mean? <laughs> I love it. It's yeah. true, man. It's true. You are disproportionate. I'm telling you. And that's the problem. <laughs> I'm that's telling the problem. You, 
You and Big Booty Judy. You Big both have Judy. the same problem. Yeah, yeah. Can't get it to fit you. Small in waist, the right places, bottom. right? Tiny yeah. waist, big hips. It, you know it, what I mean? It, same thing. If capris ever come in style for men, I'll be set. Yeah. I could just go buy regular pants that are too short and yeah. I'd be good to They'll go. They'll fit you just fine. <laughs> yeah. Or sundresses for men. Yeah. Like, I would be in. Oh, see, I, yeah. just oh, I am working on that. This is what Shane is making, <laughs> I am, actually. I She's am ma- working on they're that. They're amazing. I wear them. They're a little Ichabod crane. Right now, oh, yeah, yeah, but they're the Ichabod awesome. Crane. No, they're a little. Oh, not Ichabod um, Crane. Uh, Ebenezer Scrooge. Yeah, do you know what I mean? The, oh, know, gotcha, uh, gotcha. But they're so But they're nice. not as long. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's awesome. They've got kind of a mid sleeve, yeah. a, a swooping. What do you think, honey? Would that be good on me? I like to keep them a little short. Now on you, it would be a mini skirt. <laughs> but no, it might be show off my quads. A half shirt. Yeah, right? it'd, it'd show off more than your quads. <laughs> might God. show a lot of your glutes. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. A little smile. That is okay. That is absolutely oh okay. Well, you look great. Thanks. I mean, I, I, I feel good uh, considering all I've gone through, and uh, I'm not sure I'm out of the woods yet. Yeah. And I know we, we probably wanted to talk about that today at some point. Yeah. And as, as a segue, though, was saying that it's, you know, you can be a large athlete and people think, well, guys like you would, would never get, you know, cancer or yeah. guys like you would never get, you know, the normal Sick. illnesses yeah. that most would get because you are not, you know, drinking six gallons of pop a week and right. you're not, you know, well, smoking your diet is 10 impeccable. packs of cigarettes a week and all that stuff. Right. Yeah. So then how does a guy that you know, lives uh, the way I've lived for the past, uh, you know, I've been weighing my food for probably 25 plus 30 years. Wow. How does a guy end up with cancer, you yeah. know, and um, particularly prostate cancer because it's, uh, you know, everything thinks it's the old man's disease. Right. Eh, well, grandpa had that. He was 85. Right. Yeah. Well, I had it at 46 yeah. and I would have been dead at 50. Yeah. <laughs> so I had to make some hard, hard life decisions and uh, she's been there through the entire good, bad, and ugly of it. Yeah. And the two things it doesn't prepare you for, number one, is the mental impact of, okay, so wait, you telling me that I, I like, I live for like weightlifting and music. Right. Because, you know, I, I'm a guitar player and mm-hmm. I, I love music and, and yet the heavy metal helps me lift my weights because right. it puts me where I need to be in my head and gets my adrenaline moving and gets my focus created. And uh, then all of a sudden it's like, well, you can still keep playing your guitar, but you're going to need to go into treatment and we're going to take your testosterone level to zero and we're going to do this and do that and remove this and remove that. There's all these weird side effects. And you couldn't, you couldn't work out during that time. No, no, no. And I tell you, um, you know, we mentioned the, the testosterone factor earlier. When you're used to having your testosterone, say, uh, normal levels for men, it's a really bizarre scale how they do it. And I don't even know how accurate it is because it goes from like 200 to 1200 is normal. Right, right. right. Well, that's like saying I've got gas in my car if it's between empty and full. Right. <laughs> right. Exactly. Then I'm fine. Yeah. I'm fine. You're not driving to Chicago on a third of a tank of gas. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, and you're also not going to drive real far in the gym on a third of a tank of testosterone. Right. So, when they plummet you to zero as part of what they call gene therapy, I never felt so bad in my life. Yeah. I, mean, I thought, is this what cancer feels like? Because I feel really, really bad. Yeah. And even mentally. Right? Oh, my because God. Yeah. That's the whole thing. Like, you know, yeah, imagine like time. the lockdowns, all the, you know, everybody couldn't go to the gym. Everybody couldn't go here. Everybody couldn't go there. It weighs on you mentally. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, severely. Yeah. But when you take an athlete and that's yeah. all you do 
six days a week, two yeah. hours of your day is dedicated to this. Come hell or high water, this is what you do. Yeah, it's what you're going to be there. Yep. And then you get that pulled out from under you without a lockdown, yeah. without anything else, just because just you got cancer. Yep. And you're in treatment, and it's the weirdest adjustment. And then you feel your body shift because they shut your testosterone off and they do all these other weird little things in their arsenal to try to help you. But it doesn't feel like they're helping you. Right. Right, I bet. So, it feels like they're trying to secretly kill you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so then uh, the other thing, the other part of that sword that you're really not prepared for, no matter what kind of job you have, is the expense that you incur. Oh, yeah. So it, my journey bankrupted me. Yeah. You know, and I had insurance. Yeah. So after my insurance paid what it was going to pay, you still owe 20%. Yep. Well, you know, when your 20% adds up to 100 grand. Yeah. Right. And all these little clinics and all these little treatment centers come after you. Yep. Every little place you ever stepped a foot in. Yeah. I mean, I had three or four people on my porch in my neighborhood serving me papers on a Sunday afternoon. Yeah. Like your neighbors are all looking like, hey, why is there a guy in a suit and tie handing Tom papers yeah. in the neighborhood? <laughs> One time it was done by like a, a sheriff deputy even comes by oh and, oh. you know, they think you're getting arrested. You know, they're yeah. like, hey, you do too yeah. because you open the door yeah. and you're like, what the hell? Yeah. And he's like, are you Tom Caraba? Uh, no, uh, no, 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 I'm not actually. He just left. Yeah, he, if you hurry up, you can catch him. Yeah. He just made a left at the end of the street. <laughs> that guy's so small. Yeah. And he's this tiny little, he's this tiny little guy with a weird mustache. Yeah, you'll yeah. find him. Keep going. Yeah, receding hairline. Yeah. You'll find him quick but <laughs> guy got me dressed as a fedex guy once yeah <laughs> got out of his car dressed as a fedex guy with a fedex box it was like um are you sean swallow and i was like heck yeah i'm sean swallow and he slid those papers out from under that yeah. box he like, you just been served and i was yep. like you're a dick i know yeah <laughs> what's in that box yeah what's in that box yeah just hope it's like the movie Seven. Uh, yeah, I hope yeah. it's not yeah, like the movie yeah, Seven. Exactly. I put it in a box. Oh, yeah. it's not a head in there. Yeah. So <laughs> then the third time was like 8 p.m. It was already oh, dark because yeah. it was winter time. So yeah. it's dark. Your doorbell rings. The dogs go bananas. Yeah. There's this poor lady on my porch. And you could tell, like, I don't know how much they get paid for each time they got to go out and serve somebody. Yeah. I think they might get maybe like 30 bucks each time they go serve someone. And uh, I answered the door. I'm thinking it was just someone looking for directions. Yeah. Because a lot of times our neighborhoods aren't real well marked with all those little weird, you know, streets yeah. that go everywhere. And mm-hmm. um, she goes, uh, hey, are you, are you Tom? And I'm like, yeah. She goes, well, I have this for you. You're being served. And I was like, uh-huh. She goes, I'm so sorry. I'm just doing my job. Like, she was, like, almost apologetic over yeah. it. Yeah. Right? And uh, she was standing just behind me in the hallway, just kind of, like, checking it out through the door. Yeah. So then I realized, like, I went, I had to find an attorney. Like, I never thought in my life, like, cancer would make me have to go get an attorney. Right. So I call this guy. Right, man. I mean, right. It's just more stress. Yeah. And it's like, (laughs) of all the things we're worried about fixing in our world, like, no one ever wants to fix healthcare. No. You know, and I don't mean universal healthcare where, like, everything's free, because at the end of the day, somebody does have to pay for what things cost. Right. Right. But. The costs can't be where they are now. Right. They're you know, ripping people off. A single MRI, a single MRI was like $16,000. Yep. Now, when you owe 20% of that $16,000 and you have nine more of <laughs> yeah. them over yeah. the next year, yeah. that's a suddenly a big chunk of money that you are not prepared to tolerate right. to, yep. to have to shoulder. So, um, the, the lawyer told me, he said, listen... 20 years ago, all of my clients were out of control credit card spenders. Yeah. You know, 20 years ago, it was everybody who couldn't control their vacations, their spendings, their appetites. Right. 
He goes, but now it is flipped. He is 80% of my clients are medical. Yeah, absolutely. 80%. In a way, it made me feel a little better because at first there was a little bit of shame attached to it. Yeah, like, like you I'm, failed. I'm almost 50 years old right. and I've got to go to get bankruptcy. Like, yeah. Because what? I got cancer. Because I got right. cancer. I like, didn't even get to have yeah, fun. Like, I didn't, yeah, I didn't I buy a can't. bunch of... Yeah, I didn't, I didn't buy, buy a bunch of shit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I didn't buy too many guitars. I didn't train uh, at too many exclusive gyms. I didn't right. fly around the world competing in shows I had no right doing. Right. You know, I I yep. just had cancer. Yeah, you woke so, up one day with cancer. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So I started this long, like it's a year to to get you all done. Like, yeah. By yeah. the time yeah. you file your papers yep. and you and go they to your interviews everybody. and you go yep. see everybody and they compile this big case and it's a foot thick of paperwork. Yep. And then at the end of it all. You're in front of a judge, you know, yeah, again, like, pleading your case. Yeah, like feeling like a criminal. Like, yeah, you know, I really didn't mean to push him off that cliff, officer. Yeah. I really didn't. I mean, well, you know. and then you, you like, you, the judge is looking at you. You mm-hmm. look completely, you look healthy. Yeah. Look at you. You look yeah. like you do live an extravagant lifestyle because yeah. of how you your maintain size. yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Why is and this it's giant like, here saying right, he's broke? He's broke. Yeah. Exactly. You know, cancer. Right, like yeah. Lance Armstrong. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. That's a great, that's yeah, a great exactly. reference. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, then you go through that, but then your life is destroyed because yeah. now I'm. Now you're starting over. Way over. And now you're 50 years old. You can't get a credit card to save your life. Yeah. yeah. And you have to live on cash. So whatever money you make at your job, yep. that is how you pay for everything. Yep. Lock, stock, and barrel. Yep. Yeah. So it was really embarrassing for me. I kind of hit a little low point when I tried to get a Finger Hut credit card. <laughs> I got denied. Uh, you know what? Good for Finger Hut. Yeah. That's the last thing you need, a yeah. Finger Hut. Like, you know, get a Guitar Center credit right. card. Yeah. Oh, I got denied for that, too. That's right. I did. Honestly, I did. So she had to get one so I could buy a guitar. Uh-huh. Right? Uh-huh. I love That's it. That's right. That's hey, right. Same story in this household, my friend. I yeah. can't get crap. Man. Shana pays so, her bills. God. Sean goes, you don't even have a job. And they'll give you a credit card. Yep. <laughs> yeah, totally. Oh, yeah. I don't get any credit card no, things I in the mail. She gets them history. all the time. That's yeah. Wow. Good so, touch. you know, here we are now. And, you know, after you get through your first journey and after I got my bankruptcy cleared, then they were like, well, now you just have to go through five years yeah. of quarterly, you know, exams uh, and tests to make sure you're clean. And that's your 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 goalpost becomes that five year mark. When right. you hit five years and they tell you, OK, you're free to go. You're, you're finally clear and free. You're right. cancer free. Well, so I had two years into my five yeah. where all of my tests were zeros. And then all of a sudden, I was just telling her, I said, I'm about to just close the book on this. I'm not doing this for three more years. Every right. every quarter, your your head starts to yeah. play games. Yeah. You think, what if I get sick again? And what, what happens? Because now I've already played my bankruptcy card. Right. So right. I can't even go back into that again right. and, and expect any different outcome. Right. You know, so <clears throat> I... I Get a hold of my doc, and I'm like, all right, I'm going to do my last test, and I'm going to call this good. Yeah. And on that test, my numbers went up. (laughs) So my doc says, well. Can't call it good yet. Can't call it good just yet, but let's not panic because it's just your first one, and, you know, you need a couple before we have to panic. Right. So the next quarter comes up, my numbers doubled, and then the next quarter came up, my numbers doubled again. Oh. So now I'm three quarters in. So now I'm almost another full year yeah. into my journey of, yep. you know, of almost trying to be five years. So he finally says, well, we got to discuss care because, you know, something got out. Yeah. We either didn't get it all or it came back or, you know, you missed some little fraction something. of a piece because, you know, 
cancer is like anything else. It's super, super tiny. So yeah. in its <clears throat> in its basic state, you're not just going to see it with a microscope right, or see right. it with a uh, CAT scan or something like that. It needs to be more significant before you can actually visibly declare it. So all they can go by is blood tests and genetic tests and all those kind of things. So, but I told my doc, I said, you know what? Stop. Hold on. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to do this again. Yeah. You know, and this is where some people and I really begin to differ. Maybe some of the listeners out there like think this is kind of a hot topic and it should be because at the end of the day, you got to steer your own ship yep. and you still got to be you. I lost a big piece of me in, in the this first time, first time around. I lost a big piece of me in my physicality, yeah. in my, uh, you know, it's no secret that when you get cancer treatment for prostate cancer, one of the first thing to go is you're sterilized immediately. Yeah. So, but at my age, I was done having kids. So mm -hmm. I didn't really care necessarily that I was sterilized by the journey, nor did she for that matter, because right. we're she's, older. She's yeah. good too, yeah. Our kids are in their 20s right. now. You know, right, you don't now, need any, yeah. They're, they're party buddies, you know, they right. come over, we go to concerts, we have cookouts, you know. It's they their bring turn the dogs now. over. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's their turn now. Yeah. So, I mean, we're not doing this whole like kids in our 50s thing. So I didn't really care about that. But what I did care about was how much of me I lost in the process of just the suffering, the pain, the, the shift, the knowing you're sterile, yeah. as opposed to just choosing not to have to kids, have kids. Yeah. is different when just medicine forces on you, like, no, right. you're really done. Like, yeah. you yeah. know, you didn't ask to have your tubes tied. We just cut them and removed everything. Right. right. You know what I mean? <clears throat> while so, you weren't looking. Yeah. 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 While you weren't looking, we <laughs> sterilized you. So, you know, the other oddball thing becomes... If you study chemo and see what it is oh. and watch people that have gone through it and me going to those appointments, I'm sitting in the office with people with their chemo poles and their gray skin and their, you know, hair is all gone. Yeah. They weigh a hundred pounds. Yep. And these people aren't even a hundred years old either. These yeah. are like right. everything from children to young mm -hmm. men to men my age. Yep. <clears throat> and it's, it's disheartening and sickening. So I wanted to look up. I was like, okay, what is chemo? What does it mean? Yeah. When I researched it and found it out, and anybody listening can do the same thing, dig into it deep enough, you'll find out it is a simple derivative of mustard gas yep. from the World Wars. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they figured out during autopsies after World War I and World War II that there was these extremely low levels in people of certain enzymes. Those certain enzymes, they found out, are related to cancer and cancer growth. So they got this brilliant idea of, aha, if we could just mine the pieces of the mustard gas away that just affect these enzymes and these genetic things, we might be able to treat cancer. So till this day, the formula has barely changed right. and it's now 70, 75 year old technology. Yeah. Can you imagine what else do we fight in our planet with 75 year old technology? Right. Oh shit. I mean, we were at the moon 50 years ago, Right. you know, and look how much technology has changed. Like, there's more technology in this iPhone yeah. oh, 10 times more. than what yeah. the NASA astronauts had in yeah. 1969. It's uh, 100 times <clears throat> probably more. And yet we fight cancer with something from leftover World War I mustard gas. Yeah. Yep. You know. And it's the chemotherapy is the one thing that your body can't recover from. Yeah. The damage that it does to your body, yeah. you can never heal it. And here's the discussion I had with my doc. I said, here's my wow. problem with, with chemo. I said, and I get it because so many people listening to this might have gone through it. And, and I am by no means downplaying your suffering or trying to insult you. In fact, I'm on your side trying to bolster just how terrible your journey and your suffering yeah. has been so that other people will understand. When you go to, let's say you have, you know, like I had prostate cancer and they're trying to shrink your cancer in your prostate. 
And but in the meantime, since that goes in IV, yeah. it's bathing your the lungs, your brain, your heart, your liver. It's bathing all your good organs. Yeah. In this toxic, in toxic. radioactive waste. That's why your hair falls out. That's yep. why your skin turns gray. That's why you lose 100 pounds. Well, it's killing you. It's Yeah, it is a controlled killing. Yep. So they hover you just to that brink of expiration. Yep. And just hold you back by an inch. Yep. And hope that that's severe enough to kill the cancer but let you live. Right. And uh, I have no interest in that, yeah. quite frankly. I literally have zero interest in that. Doing I lived that again. too long. You've already done it once. Well, I didn't have chemo the first no, yeah, time. I, oh. I had the you... gene therapy and I had surgery. And you went yeah. with surgery, right? Yeah. yeah. And the surgery had the most difficult consequences um, in terms of like your reproductive system, because that's what I said. It totally right. sterilizes, sterilizes you. you. But in my stage of life, I didn't care about that. Right. You know, as long as I could maintain a love life, I didn't care that I couldn't reproduce. Right. right. So, uh, but then the gene therapy and the, the shooting your testosterone level to zero and all that kind of jazz just made you feel like garbage. So um, my next step would it would have to be like a radiation, like a long-term 35 sessions or so of radiation. I'm not even crazy about that. Yeah. But I told my doctor, I said, chemo's out. No way. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not doing it. Yeah. Uh, so what is the radiation? Is that a controlled, localized? Yeah. What would happen is since they believe at least that say your cancer is here somewhere below your belly button right. because that's where the prostate gland is almost down by the spine. So if you push your finger through a guy's belly button almost to the spine, you'd eventually intersect the prostate gland. Wow. Right. Or you can you, go from another direction that's... Your fingers are that long? <laughs> far less pleasant. <laughs> right. Helps so, when you bend over. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and guys, by the way, don't ever let a doctor tell you that he can tell you if you have prostate, prostate cancer or not because he put his finger in your butt. Yeah. Don't ever no, let him can't. say they can diagnose no, it because they can't. No. They do that for recreation. Yeah, that is totally... <laughs> Just to make them morbid recreation. Else feel better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can't tell anything. Like that. Not at all. Uh, you'll never diagnose cancer with a touch. Yeah. You have to diagnose cancer with a blood test. Yeah. That's like so. checking eyesight by poking you in the eye. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Can, can you see this? <laughs> no. 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 Well, you probably need some glasses. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's I'm on pause right now. Is yeah. basically what I'm saying. So I have one more test in August that I'll have to either make a decision of will I go to radiation. Or will I just say, ah, the hell with it, I'm not doing anything. Does it make you wonder if you could go over to Europe, if you could get some other kind of treatment? Some holistic, some Because they just do things a little differently over there. They do, they do. And, you they, know? and they seem to always have ideas that are out of the box yeah. over there. You yeah. know what I mean? We're, yep. Here we're controlled by big pharma. We're big controlled time. by patent right. pen medicine. You know, we're controlled by the, uh, the, the insurance yeah. You know, companies. Absolutely. Everyone there, wants their money. Yeah. Over there, it's not quite as crazy. And I think Eddie Van Halen went over there when he had his, like, mouth cancer. Yeah. I think Eddie Van Halen had even gone, had gone to Europe for uh, treatments and things. And he clearly had enough money. He could go wherever he wanted. He right. Eddie Van Halen. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, right, <laughs> like, right. um, but yet, you know, the, the dude from Apple, Steve Jobs, I mean, still passed away with it. And I mean, yeah. the guy clearly had enough money to go anywhere, anywhere on the planet and try anything. Well, wasn't he doing a more holistic approach? Yeah, though? yeah, like he did. He, he kind of dumped the pad and pen medicine and yeah. went more like just to the uh, holistic treatments and totally, stuff. Totally, yeah. But um, he still ended up losing his fight and we lost a genius guy. Yeah. You know, but I, I just. Well, and that, I mean, because, you know, like you hear people say, oh, change your diet. Eat totally natural. Eat this and that. It's like yeah. you are already doing that. that, that right? was already, yeah, that was already and my life. You, you are know? already. You're still doing that. Yeah. You know? so and I'm still like, in it. So then what option? You know, now give me another option because I'm already yeah. doing so many of them. Yeah. That's so like, I had, a, a, you know, one of the friends at the gym. Mm -hmm. I have all these combat vets at the gym that mm -hmm. have all this. 
these wild and crazy stories and, you know, they fought for our freedom. They've seen horrific things, you know, and they even ask me and they say, well, you know, well, what if you just don't uh, accept treatment? Does that mean, you know, it might be the thing that eventually kills you? I said, well, yeah, it might. I said, but it might not. I might get you know, smacked on I-25 or yeah. I might, you know, might have a heart attack first. Or like, Man, there's no guarantees. Listen, you could have a bad, what, a, a deadlifting thing go bad. You know yeah, I, I mean? could drop the barber <laughs> on my skull and kill myself at the gym. Yeah, I totally I mean, could. It's like, for sure. Yeah, anyway. Yeah. So my point to them was you still got to be you and you still got to have some part of you that you can hold on to and feel like your life is worth living. Yeah. And when I imagine myself dragging a chemo pole around and looking at myself in a mirror at 100 pounds. Right, because you'll just. I'm yeah. dead already. Like, I, I don't want that. I that, that that would be harder for me to ever swallow than than, you know, just living out my life yeah. and calling my shots. Yeah. So I think now kind of like I already got my ass kicked once physically and financially right. still right. recovering from both. Both. So I'm in no hurry to yeah. do this again. Right. To do it again. And it kind of maybe gives a sense of empowerment. You know, you take back the control right. from the cancer. Even. There right. really is. You know it's like, I mean? yeah, no, I'm not going to bow to this. Uh-uh. You know, I'm going to do me. my thing right. my yep. way. And if I go out with this, well, okay then. Yeah. That's you know? it. Yeah. I mean, I, that's a little morbid for some but for me that's stared that thing in the face i can tell you i'm not in a hurry to do it again yeah right. yeah you know i would rather be me and be me all in yeah and so i've even had this talk with my son and her and i've had this talk you know and i was like dude i might just call my own shots here and just run see. as is yep. and he's like i get it dad and then she gets it. So if the people well, that are most important. Well, they lived it with you. Yeah. They, they, have, they walked yeah. it with they you. They had the yeah. shock. Yeah. She held you yeah. up the whole yeah. time. And so and, then it's and like, And had to gosh. shoulder me being broke yep. and all the other jazz. So yeah, yep. totally. Yeah. Well, and that's it too. It's like I always tell people too, in the situations like this, we people don't think of the caregiver. No, people don't think they almost of, need their own support structure. They yeah. do because it's so hard yep. on we, the family members yep. and the, 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 the wives, the children, the cousins, the, the whatever. I mean, yep. it's just super hard, especially the one who's right there, be it a, be it a spouse, a significant other, what have you. It is just well, so hard devastating to not on them. Show your emotion and mm-hmm. how you're feeling because then it makes the person that you're taking care of feel even worse yeah you know they feel like yeah. they've hurt you yeah, yeah. and it's like gosh, or a burden but, yeah, yeah yeah which are times i definitely i felt like i hurt her you yeah know? And i felt like my life was too different for her you yeah know? and i felt really really crappy yeah you know well and, and I, then why you know you're you're having your own um insecurities you sure. know so i feel half the person so yeah. why would she even want me around because i'm half the person yeah. and you know and I'm, broke yeah and, you know, and like, she's just nobody like, wants a broke partner you know and it's like oh well, honey i'm broke well <laughs> Yeah. yeah, and have that's this how you thing. Feel. Yeah, yeah it's how that's you feel. how you feel. It's not the reality of it, but it is how right. you feel. Yep. Exactly. And you, we always have those secret voices in our head that kind of dictate how we feel sometimes. And those secret voices can be very loud for a lot of people. Yeah. And mine was loud. Yeah. You're deafening. Well, <laughs> yeah. and it's shocking, right? Because oh, yeah. you've never had that, never had to deal with that negative voice in your head before. Right. And then when it's screaming at you, yeah. you're like, oh my God, am I going crazy as well? Like, yeah. what is happening yeah, right now? Yeah, the monster's now? out of the box at that point. It's like yeah. the old Tasmanian devil cartoon. Oh, yeah. He's in a box just kind of like racketing around and all of a sudden he busts out and he's like a little tornado. Yeah. He eats through the trees, he eats through everything. Yeah. That's exactly what you're happens in your brain. You're just trying to catch it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're just trying to wrestle it to the ground and stop it. <laughs> but it's beating you up, you oh, know? Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. That's amazing. I don't know. We know, like, we have a couple other people. Um, Disney Jason, he's a listener. He just came through pancreatic cancer. Oh, man. He just got, did his last treatment in April, I want to say. And 
and he saved his own life because he had noticed something was wrong and he went to the doctor well he's in his 30s so they're like wow. they're like oh no you're fine you're fine and he's like no i'm not fine and so i think it took him like five different doctors and then finally the last doctor was like fine i'll humor you yeah yeah okay. i'll fucking humor you yeah. you're gonna pay for this test out of your pocket yeah and he's like okay fine and mm-hmm. then the doctor was like hey, hey buddy guess what yeah so- you're not paying for that test right because yeah. <laughs> you're dying and yes. we just wanted to let and you know yeah. To- yeah. and they he beat that he saved his own life yep. because yeah. when they got it it was small mm-hmm. in his pancreas pancreas you know yeah. and so he's like they didn't have to he was gonna do the full whipple i right. don't know if you know what that is but they take like five of your organs out and they didn't have to do that they didn't they wow. left his intestines and they left his stomach intact because wow. that he had been paying attention yeah you know and that's what they said this is the best thing you could have done had you yep. waited even a year Yep. Your survival rate wouldn't have been the same. Yeah, even mine they caught by accident because I when I moved to Colorado, I didn't have a family doctor. Yeah. And I and I started a new job, so I didn't have insurance for like three months. Then finally my crappy insurance kicked in. Yep. Which barely covers you for an office visit. Yes. Yep. So I went to a female doctor, oddly, oddly enough. I just went through a phone book and thought, where's the general practitioner's near my house? Right. And I found yep. one right down the street. Yeah. It had three guys and a woman in it. And I thought, well, the only one that had an appointment available was the woman doctor. So I went in and, and, you know, she took a look at me, look at my vitals, my stats. And she goes, well, let's do your normal blood work. And she goes, and how old are you? And I was like, oh, I'm 46. She goes, well, have you ever had your PSA checked? And I'm like, yeah, once, you know, a year or two ago, which normally they don't even check a man until he's 50, right. which is right. also right. a kiss of death. I mean, right. by right. the it time is. you're 50, that's way too, too late, late, man. Way too late. Yeah. They should be doing that in their 30s. Oh, yeah. Oh, by yeah, 30, yeah. 32. Just to get a baseline. Yeah. Yep, exactly. Mm-hmm. And it's a simple, uh, like, a $99 blood test, yep. too. So even if you had to pay for this out of your pocket, this is not a $12,000 test. It's worth it. Get it this done. is a $99 checkbox on a, on a list of blood work. Yep. So she goes... Well, I could examine you, but that's really not going to tell us anything. She goes, how about we just do a PSA on you just for the hell of it? I'm like, yeah, PSA, sure. Let's do it. Throw in the kitchen sink. Yeah, let's roll. The more you know. Yeah. Yeah, Well, you're healthy. Yeah. You know, and that's what she said. So then I went back and then uh, she goes, well, you know, remember that PSA we talked about? She goes, yeah, yours is a nine. And I thought like. 10 is perfect. So I'm like, yeah, great. Nine out of 10. Yeah. I'm badass. Yeah. Nine <laughs> out of 10. She goes, no, that's terrible. It ought to be zero. Oh, she goes, shit. and nine is huge. Huh. Yeah. And I was like, well, how huge? She goes, you're going to need to go to a specialist like this week. Like now. And I'm like, what? So I go home and tell her this story. That's the worst, too. Like, yeah, that's the you're, fuck just, you're just going along, just normal, yeah. everyday life. It was like a joke at first. Like, that's, sure, check it. Yeah. yeah. All right. And then it's like, I got a nine out of 10. I'm badass. I'm amazing. That's almost perfect. No, that's almost worst. You're almost yeah. dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're almost dead. Yeah. So then I went and I had to have a biopsy done, which is really horrible to go through. For those who have done this, yeah. you understand what I'm saying. You told without me, me about getting it. graphic. Yeah, it's the worst. Uh. So after that, we go back for those results. Yeah. And the doc says, well, you're your Gleason score is really high. And I'm like, what's a Gleason score? Like, Jackie? I'm thinking of like Jackie Gleason on the yeah. honeymooners. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, exactly. Norton, get down here. Yeah, yeah. bang, so. Why Yeah, why I oughta. <laughs> and instead it was like, no, you're, it, it, it ranks the aggressiveness. Oh. And yours was also like a nine on a 10 oh, scale. Oh. Yeah. So like, not only are you, you know, you know, uh, diagnosed with cancer, you have an aggressive cancer. strain. It's moving quick. Moving quick. So he goes, so we got to move quick, but quick. But this guy was like, he wanted me to go to like right into like chemo and radiation yeah. and the surgery, yeah. like all three, all the, like yeah. the full run. And I said, okay, wait, stop. Yep. <laughs> I Pump just got brakes, hit doc. with a truck. Let me go home and think. Yep. 
So we go home, we cry, we think, we yell, you yeah. know, and then yeah. it was like, let's find another doctor. Yeah. <laughs> so Get I another... called four or five other guys. Yeah. And finally I found the one guy at the University of, uh, you know, uh, Colorado here with the Anschutz Cancer yep. Pavilion. Yeah. Paul Maroney, I think he, that guy saved my life, uh, actually, because he he allowed me to come in and discuss just non-catastrophic uh, procedures um, and, and treatments. Well, you want to go in and have a doctor and, and be like, look at me. Yeah. Like, look at yeah. me. Yeah. This is going to ruin is my happening? life. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, for real, don't treat me like I'm just now just this cancer. Yeah. Because I'm right. so much more than just this right. fucking cancer. Yeah, which he like, did. He understood, like, I'm an athlete and yeah. I'm a musician and I'm like, I'm still kind of young, young, you know? And <laughs> like, I still want to live. I still want to have some bang for my buck left, you yeah. know? I, like, I don't want to be sick the rest of whatever I, I yeah. have left. And a competitive bodybuilder, not right. just some guy who sits around and plays his guitar all day and Cheetos. Right, You know what I mean? Right. You're living yeah. a healthy, healthy, life. Yeah. rigid life. And, and it's part of my identity. It's part of me. It's yeah. part of what makes me me. And yeah. you take that away, you take me away. Yep. You know? So I mean, like, I wasn't ready to give that up. Yeah. Uh, and you had just moved here, right? This has all happened within the first- Six months. Yeah, 90 six months days after almost. moving out here, I was in this journey. Oh, mm-hmm. shit. So- uh, Talk about God moving Because he moved out place, here to be huh? with you? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. I thought you moved out to be with yeah, like, her, and so then it's like, honey, I'm home. Yeah, and it's like, we finally honey, get to, together to start <laughs> yeah, your life honey, together, I'm dying. <laughs> which yeah. is lame for you because yeah. that's only a few months yeah, that you got him of normalcy. Yeah, then everything else was not normal. Yeah, you know, for like the next two years, yeah. there was nothing normal. No. At all, and <laughs> and your emotions are on this crazy roller coaster yeah. train because you've lost all of your chemical balance, right? You know what I mean. <laughs> and they're still trying to hold Linda. down a job. She's like people just, forget that too. Like you're still right. trying to go to work. Yeah, trying to, to go to work. work. Like you're tr- still trying to function yep. as a normal tax-paying individual. Yeah, and trying to cater to people's needs at work yep. when you're a disaster in yeah. your mind. Yeah. Well, you and, a, a and, cancer and, cloud. and dealing yeah. with shitty people at that point, you're just like, yeah, you're like oh, you know what? <laughs> you know, I don't even have... Yeah, I'll get to that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I'll go smash your window in your car real quick. I'll yeah. be right Turn back. your car over yeah. in the parking lot. <laughs> Turn, just turn it upside Cause, down. Because yeah. that will make me feel better. Turn it upside down put it in the tree and uh, be like, there you go. Did you get that password remembered now? Yeah. That's your email. Your password because, is I mean, upside down car, bitch. Yeah. And so many people. Exclamation point. So many people in your life and they don't even ask how you're doing. No. Yeah. No. And here's the thing, too, is that um, a lot of people... I think expected him to like wither away and oh poor Tom absolutely and, you know yeah. but when when they would see him all the doomsayers and, yeah and they would be like like so for example you know a couple friends at the gym or quote unquote friends at the gym you know they befriended him and you know felt sorry for him and you know oh anything we can do for you and blah 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 but then as soon as they saw that you know how strong he was Was. and that he wasn't going to wither away and you know let this beat him you know what happened? They turned their backs on him. Absolutely. Yeah, they disappeared. Because you're not they weak. They They were crisis friends. Yeah. They were like, as long as the bullets are flying, yep. I'm in the foxhole with you. Yep. But as soon as you start shooting back, I'm done. Which I is even more messed you, you know, up. Yeah, yeah which they, is so weird. Which is even more messed up because if they were your friends and they did know, you did 
lose weight. You did get smaller. I sure did. You uh, did I have lost thirty pounds. Yeah. in like a minute. Yeah, but, but, to you them, know? but to them, they were. But he to was, them, he was still big. And well, you strong didn't look and he was sick. bigger than them. Right. Exactly. You didn't look gray. Exactly. Yes. You didn't look dead. Yeah, right. right away, everybody's first question was. Well, how's your chemo going? Right. Stop. I didn't say I was on chemo. Yep. And but fact, that's, I'm, I'm refusing it. I'm not going to do it. But they, everyone does what that doctor did. We're doing all three right now. Mm-hmm. This is the only way to save you. This is the only way we can do it. Yep. So let's do it all. And people don't ask questions. Well, because you people think you don't, don't get a second right. opinion. Yeah, yeah they, point, yep. they paint it like this is what you have to do. Yes. There's no discussion. There's no discussion about And then when you're like, no, I want to I want to think about this. I want to talk to some people. Well, you know what? Your time is short. And yeah. this is this and and it's like wow all you're doing is you're gonna die you're motivated from fear and i rebuke that yeah Yeah. so yeah back up so now the the first doctor we saw though he was you know when we were like we think we should get a second opinion he was like no please i encourage you to yeah you know get as many opinions as you need that's how they should be right yeah yeah so i will give him credit for that because he was real hip on me getting another opinion and stuff but he was also super hip yeah uh, on you know diving in both feet, getting the full gamut of yeah. treatment, and having my life just don't upside down. Don't you think down. too? You have to have that good energy with that doctor. Absolutely. And so I mean, like one doctor can find find it right, yeah. and then you're like, okay, 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 but this yeah. is not who I'm supposed to walk my healing out with. And then yes. you meet the yes. other doctor, and you're like, okay, this guy. He's hearing me. Yeah, and as she would recall, we were sitting there and I asked him, I, I read about this procedure where they go in like with a robot so that they can yeah. trim out the prostate gland but save your nerves right. so that you can then still function sexually. Right. Even though you're sterile, you can still function. Right. And I was super high on that because I'm too young to like close the door on everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like life's still got to be worth living here, fellas. Yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So, then I found, and I asked him about that procedure and he goes, well, I've assisted in 70 of those. Oh, wow. You've assisted. Okay. So then the next guy I found who I was telling you about, Paul Maroney, I said, what do you know about this procedure? He goes, I do this every week. Yeah. I said, how many have you done? He said, uh, seven or eight hundred. Hundred, yeah, hundred. You've done seven or eight hundred? I'm in. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm yeah. in. Is that the, the procedure guy, you had done? Yeah. it's a, They use a Da Vinci robot and they go in and they trim out. Your entire prostate gland, they pull it out through your belly button. Oh, my God. And they salvage, though, the two nerves that conduct all the blood flow yeah. to your lower extremities. So you can still you know get I mean. an erection. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Because if those nerves get cut, you're, you're over. You're done. Yeah. It doesn't matter what you try. No. What your partner is able to do to you, and nothing happens no. because the nerve from the brain to, to that to organ the, yeah, it's or, been is severed. severed. Yeah. <clears throat> so... That's when you need the the implant or the permanent pump thing. Or oh whatever yeah, and that. I, I I took one look at that and was like, hell no, no. yeah, hell no. And it's like, you know, I was like that is the most so diabolical young. thing I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah. and I'm still young. Yes. Look at me. Yes. You know, I love my body. Yeah, I'm taking care of. I wasn't my ready body. to like write uh-uh. write off everything I I love and do. You know. So thankfully, though, his skill level was, uh, you know, right where he said it was. Yeah. And I recovered uh, afterwards. Yeah. But then it's just then you start that five year rat race. Now, can't they the do um, like because my sister, my sister, Angie, also had pancreatic cancer mm. and she is now, I want to say, five years surviving. Wow. I want to say five or six years. That's awesome. Um, And she's had a couple other flare-ups. Like she had some cancer cells show up on her face. And so she had to go and have those. But like they said, because pancreatic is such a huge cancer. Yeah, yeah, it's connected to your entire endocrine system and all that. I always think it's like... 
a basket of strawberries, right? And so that one strawberry starts getting moldy. moldy. Yeah. And then it just spreads. And then if you're not if you don't catch it and remove that strawberry and the ones it was touching it's going to get more and more, right. you know? And good so, analogy. Yeah, yeah, real good analogy. So that she had to have so much taken out. She's diabetic now, everything else. But but she does this um, thing where they do a scan, a body scan, and they can see if she has hot spots. Uh-huh, yeah, yeah, You know, yeah. and so I wonder if you can do that to see if it's in the if it's in the prostrate, prostate area yeah. or if it's somewhere else. Yeah, my doc seems to think so because he said most of the, the, the studies they've done, which are in the thousands by now, if you have yours removed and you still start your numbers coming back, they always find it still back in what they call the prostate bed. Ah, so it's somewhere deep in the gut. Down in there. You know, down along, yeah. you know, the back Some little wall chunk the, that they yeah. just didn't go deep enough. Yeah, because you'll just need one cell yeah. to survive. To survive. One cell. So it's just like your strawberry analogy. You just need one seed off of a strawberry yep. to make another whole strawberry. Yep, absolutely. So one little cell of cancer is a seed that then can make another whole tumor or another whole organ yeah. sick or whatever. And uh, so that's why they bake you in the radiation I would be going through if I would decide to do this. They take about a pie plate sized beam and hit you like right, right in the gut. Yeah, yeah. And to give you some context, you know when you go to the dentist and they throw that lead shield over you? Yeah. And the the lady even leaves the office and she goes, okay, beep. Yeah. And that's it. And then they come back and take the shield up. You're like, wow, that was fast. That, that radiation hits your body for about a third of a second. Yeah. But when you go to cancer radiation... That that beam drills your body for like twenty minutes straight, straight. and it's oh four hundred times the strength yeah. of what you got at the dentist. Yeah. So that's why even radiation makes Ooh. you sick. Yeah. Because it's baking the gut. Yeah. And it's shooting through all your good tissue that's to hopefully so get crazy. to the bad tissue. All your intestines, your big your and small, stomach, your liver, everything that helps your kidneys, oh. your urethra, the whole jazz. Well, what if you just went and took a little vacation at Chernobyl? Yeah, you know what I mean. They, they're of, offering those yeah. tours now. Yeah. You know what I mean. I don't just need go a walk around suit. there. Yeah, just let me just roll let me around, around walk through. Yeah. Yeah. Just dive in the lake. Yeah, you know, yeah. swim with the three-headed fish. Make some mud balls. <laughs> you come out with yeah. another tom head. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. might come out bigger. Oh, you could boy. get a you could get a superhero power. power. <laughs> oh, wouldn't that be badass? Oh, super Tom. Yeah, yeah. Like the Hulk version the, of well, me. The Hulkier yes. version. Wow. The Hulkier version. Except for the green part. Nah, we it looks can keep you from tan. getting green. Yeah, yeah. Maybe a different color, fuchsia <laughs> yeah. or something right. like that. Some right. magenta. Something yeah. good. Something more attractive. Yeah, the fuchsia tom. <laughs> yeah, That's fuchsia. amazing. So what do you do wow. from here? I wait till August and I go have my um, Another next test. round. See if it continued to rise, because at this point, everything that rises is a bad sign, mm-hmm. and they want you to do something about it. Mm-hmm. So this last time, I was supposed to do something about it, but I, I begged with my doc. I said, listen, let's just do another one yeah. anyway. Let's just see if it continues. Yeah. And uh, he said, okay. He goes, I, I, he goes, but he's humoring me. And yeah. he's, he's even telling me he's humoring me by saying, "Okay, look, I get it. <coughs> Sorry. No worries. I get it. You know, you want to keep lifting your weights. You want to keep doing your thing and living your life. And uh, he said, but if if those numbers come back, that's going to have to be a different level of discussion about moving forward. Yeah. And so that's when her and I have to have the discussions to say, 
you know, I'm allowed to say no. Right. Like, I'm not a prisoner to this. I right. don't have to bow and say okay. Right. Right. You go. own the cancer. It doesn't own you. Yeah, yeah. And I've always been careful. I never, ever really called myself a cancer patient. Right. Because I don't want to internalize that. And no. I don't want to. So I kind of want to, like, stiff arm it and keep it outside my, my soul as right. far as I can. Because I think once you start to kind of internalize that or start to say, it, yeah, I'm sick, I'm a cancer patient, yeah. I think it does hurt you. I really do. Yeah. Some weird esoteric way, I yep. think it hurts you. Yep. So I, I try never to admit, and I almost never have discussions when I hear people talking about breast cancer and stuff. I never want to just jump in and be like, yeah. oh, yeah, well, I had cancer too. Yeah. And, right. you know, yeah, I don't, you don't, don't know I'm in the club. Yeah, I don't want to be yeah, in the club. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I want to I live and I want to do my thing on my terms. So I'm not looking to be... You know, um, just a, a you know a me too with I've had cancer yeah. too. You know, yeah, we know and, several people like that. You know, of our friends that have beat cancer, and they're not they're not that way either. They're not out like yeah. hey, that's look not at me. part of their Hi, identity. I'm, I'm so and so, yeah. and I have I've can, seen two have people in my cancer, life, you know by I mean? the way, personally, two people in my life that were hopping up and down. They got their five year clear. One guy was ten years clear. Yeah, I beat a kick to death. Yeah, yeah, look at me. Then he was dead in six months. Yeah, absolutely. And I thought to myself, wow. Yeah. Like if that can happen, yeah. I don't want to invoke any of that. Right. You know what I mean? Like I'm never gonna jump up and down and be like, yeah, I kicked his ass. It did nothing for me. I'm big and strong, and then right. I'm dead in a month. Yeah. Doesn't that just even go to prove too? It's like you have absolutely no control over it. None, and it doesn't respect persons. It doesn't no. respect age, you know, gender, nothing. Age, nationality, gender, nationality, religion. Yep. Race. It doesn't care. It yeah. is, and I really think it was here killing dinosaurs before it was killing humans. Yeah. So I think this thing has just been this god awful. It started in the garden. Entity. It probably yeah. did. It started in the garden. It probably when, did with the curse. It right. probably the did the curse that God gave on us from eating the apple. Well, we don't no, blame you, ladies. You're no um, longer safe. It, was, yeah. uh, Listen, was it wasn't our fault. If you guys would have been giving us what we needed, <laughs> we would have never gone looking. You're saying Adam was <laughs> such a bad husband, <laughs> you were talked into fun play by a snake. Yeah. That's how bad it was for that. You know who was listening to her? Yeah. That snake. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's usually how so, it happens. It's so the it one guy weeks. that's listening. Oh. He's the one that actually gets that's in there. That's right. He's it, the one who gets the they ladies. They sat over there for weeks. <laughs> and he was like, I get it. He is such a jerk. Yep. And you're like, I know, right? I saw him yesterday. Yeah. He yeah. didn't seem to care. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> that guy. Uh-huh. And you're yep. like, I am hungry. I know. <laughs> he doesn't care that I'm hungry. Yeah. He hasn't brought me an apple. Yeah. Yes. This guy brought so me an apple. Anything. It's the shiniest yeah. apple I've ever seen. It's not really my type, but fuck, he brought me an apple. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I kind of now I buy it. Yeah, I kind of see yeah, it now that we've it. worked it out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it is. It's something that just was given, just dropped in our DNA that just goes. Is there any history of, of cancer in your family? Not to my knowledge, no. Yeah. <clears throat> I had everything else, heart disease and diabetes yeah. right. and all that other jazz. All the my normal family. stuff. Nobody had cancer. Yeah. yeah. You know, so like, not that I want to be the groundbreaker of the bunch. <laughs> yeah. You know, right. but, Rather yeah. than the first one to graduate college. Right. Yeah. Or something like <laughs> yeah. that. <laughs> right. Oh, uh, wow. Set something good. It just shows you the randomness. Well, yeah. And you just, you don't, life. you don't know. Well, now you yeah. need to go. I had a thought. You should probably go down to Spirit Wise and see, um. Uh, Light. No, uh, Alicia. Alicia. Oh, yeah, you should. You should probably have a session with Laisha. You should. Go she could tap Alicia. into maybe your spirit guides and maybe some things around you. And I don't know. Maybe of what you're into. In I know all. that you're a spiritual guy. I we, am. We, 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 you're a Christian just like myself. We've I talked, am. We have a lot I of do the believe. same. Yeah, I do believe. The same uh, spiritual beliefs when it comes to Yeah, I'm definitely like a believer and, for sure. And um, 
you know, there's, there's a lot going around or on around us spiritually right now, especially. Yeah, for sure. You know, that's that's a that's a total uh, fact. And, yeah. and, and, and you've got nothing else to lose till August to try every freaking thing from sleeping with rocks to to rubbing oils on you to trying to talk Ooh, to spirits. Some rose quartz you know what I mean? Some rose quartz you. wouldn't probably be a bad idea yep. to throw under the bed. Yeah. Just little things. You know, God brought us all these elements, right? He says in the Bible that if uh, humans don't say praise to him, even the rocks will we'll stand s- up yeah, and, and cry out to God. Crazy. So the rocks have got some power to even get a mention <laughs> with the fact they can get up and talk right. in the right. Bible, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you yeah. got to give the rocks some credit for something. Sure. Um, and then they're just so damn pretty. They are. You know? <laughs> <laughs> we were just up in Estes I mean? yesterday yeah. uh, just marveling at just the landscape yeah. up there, man. Just so the drive beautiful. into Estes and the drive out of Estes is just mind-blowingly beautiful, yeah. you know? And uh, it was nice to just kind of elevate your consciousness and get yeah. away from like the right. city and the, the the walls of your house. You know, it yeah. just seems to do something for your your inter intervision. Yeah. Right. You know, when you get out into nature and look around and go, wow, the world's much bigger than me. Yeah. Totally. Absolutely. You know, it's way bigger than me. Way so bigger. You have an opportunity to, to kind of check out and ingest some alternative ways of thinking and spirituality well, yeah, it's and a little thoughts. bit of alternative medicine as yeah, well. Yeah, and medicine. You know, um, like we have a really good friend of ours, Everett. He's a, a, a healer. And he works with another healer. And um, they, they work on... They say they can... Yeah. Reduce cancer. Yeah. He, yeah. he believes he was able to help his dad become cancer-free through his touch healing. Yeah. And maybe yeah. this is a guy you could talk to. Yeah. You know what I mean? Even like some uh, Reiki healing, you know, which is just spiritual and in in your body, you know, your chakra, all of that stuff, too. Um, Because sometimes like a girlfriend of mine, she had thyroid cancer. But then later, recently has come to find out that her throat chakra has just been blocked her entire life because of something that happened to her when she was younger. So Hmm. it happened then. She wasn't heard, so she just stopped talking. She just stopped fighting for herself. She stopped speaking out for herself. And then, and I told her, I said, isn't that crazy to think that you could have gotten the thyroid cancer because that surrounds your throat. True, yeah, yeah. Because of it being blocked, you know? Because we are supposed to flow as spiritual beings balanced all the way through, you know? And like that, there's a chakra down there. That it could be blocked, you know what I mean, and so it would just be interesting to yeah, yeah. see to have you go and have a have a meeting with these other people and see what the energy they feel off of you because they feel things off of you and will tell you things before you even mention them because they just they can see it they can see your colors they can see your your chakra they can tell you oh you know some reiki would benefit you like jason when he went through his his chemo Mm -hmm. he got reiki treatments all the time at the hospital it was something that they offered to help him relax during the treatment what is a reiki treatment uh for the layman reiki is it's an energy treatment Right. And so like they'll touch you at certain points that have to do with your chakra as well. And all they're really doing is trying to transfer good, positive healing energy to your body because we're like acupuncture without the uh, puncture. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Okay. I would still get acupuncture if you like that. I would still do that, too, because that has huge benefits of healing your body. Well, I've always found it fascinating because it's like 3000 years old Mm -hmm, and, um, mm -hmm. you know, they mapped parts of the human nervous system that at that time they shouldn't have even known about. Right. So there is some, I think some old wisdom 
somewhere in the acupunctural, <clears throat> you know, charts and yeah. stuff. But that, that is seen. also that Asian, you know, Eastern medicine. Right. Yeah. So let me just, I'll just read this for you really quick, just so everybody can get it. Reiki is a Japanese techniques of, of stress reduction and relaxation that it also promotes healing. It is administered by laying on of hands and is based on the idea that an unseen life force energy flows through, or God, call it whatever you like, flows through us yep. and is what causes us to be alive. Yeah. It's one it's one's life force energy. If it's low, then it is a way to bring up your, um, if your energy is low, you are more likely to be sick mm -hmm. or feel stress. If it is high, you're more capable of being happy and healthy. Right. The word Reiki is made up of two Japanese words, Rei, which means God's wisdom or the higher power, and Ki, which is life force energy, or Reiki is actually spiritually guided life force energy hmm, makes yeah. sense yeah mm -hmm. so yeah. it's just tapping into what we already know is there intentionally right right yeah yeah right. yeah and like everett always taught me he's like um everything is vibrating right everything <laughs> has a vibration level so some things will vibrate higher than others right like a, a rose quartz is gonna vibrate at a much higher positive frequency than this phone because this phone is nothing good, right? It's mm -hmm. all electronic. It can give you poison. I mean, it's just leaking poison all over us. So this vibrates very, very low, right? And so then you, you change things. And like Everett, he has even some um, tools that he uses. Like people that when they get cancer and stuff, he'll tell them to buy these certain plates. And so then they will put their medicine on these plates, right? And it helps change the vibration of the medicine, like chemo very very low vibration because it's a death mm -hmm. no way around it right so like they give you these medications so you can put it on these energy fields which will help change the radiation help pull out some of the negative vibration of it and replace it with a positive vibration so you get a little bit different response out of the medication gotcha. and it's like Totally sounds hippy dippy, <laughs> you know, and, and hokey and whatever. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, it sounds but, a bit new agey at times, you yeah. know, and I, I understand that. But I also understand that there's, you know, like I said, I, I don't know how these ancient uh, Asians right. thousands of years ago before there was ever a single autopsy knew yep. where, you know, the central nervous system and right. all its branches were right. that well, you could stick a pin in it. Yep. I mean, that, that's pretty accurate. You and know like, what I mean? Classy Little Cupcake, she works in the medical field and she's like acupuncture is used in her office all the time to help with cancer, cancer yeah you know and so it's like because it brings you other things too it brings you relief it brings you other things but it would be interesting now that you're at this point to see what kind of readings you do get from other people. yeah why not it would yeah because i'm kind of i don't want to say fully against conventional medicine at this point but i'm kind of against you know the i well, am totally against the chemo thing i'm totally against it yeah and i'm even questioning the radiation thing yeah. you know and i i would much rather choose nothing I think, then choose one of those two, um, you know, horrible things. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I would be open to investigate some other things and, and then would and report back see. to you on, yeah. that would well, be amazing. Like on what I found. Yeah, sure. Yeah, because, I mean, that's the only way you gain knowledge is through actual humans that, yep. that yep. go through something and yeah. can pass on their... Their, their story or their findings or yeah. their healings or their sufferings. There's so much more right. weird things I can tell you that Everett does. And Sean thinks they're weird. They're kooky. But they are kooky. Some of the things that Everett does and he knows it and he's not ashamed of it. But you know what? He believes 
what he does. Yeah. And he sees results with I've people that also believe from in what it he does. Too. Yeah. And she has seen and results. That's what's crazy is if you and got results, it's hard to argue with results. It is. I can't. It you is. Know, I like, just, you know what I mean? I just choose to believe. And I'm becoming a little bit more because I'm hardcore rigid and Pentecostal. Sure, yeah, yeah, based. yeah, I'm a little come, more, yeah, my feet are firmly planted, yeah, yeah. and if it's yeah. not written, I don't want to hear it, exactly. you know, I mean, I get it. Totally, <laughs> I get I, and it. that's the way I've lived my life, you know, and <clears throat> yeah. now I'm approaching 50 years old, and it's like, I, I, I am seeing that, you know, God can be bigger than just this small little box that I've been put in in this Pentecostal world, box. Yeah. Mm. you know what I mean? You know, you've got and, so many of his and, blessings uh, and gifts in that. What we might call uh, a prophetic word some other person might call a spiritual guided word for you. Yeah. Because they're able thing. to tap into something. But we're all tapping into something. You know what I mean? We're all just calling it different things. Yep. You know sure. I mean? Yeah, yeah. What, what someone might call a ritual, we call, uh, you know. Uh, <clears throat> someone might call a, a spell. A freaking. Uh, a service. A service. Yeah. Or a tent. What was I calling it? A revival. A revival. Yep. Yeah. yeah <clears throat> and I've yeah. seen some serious kooky stuff in my church and I. I, you had I no problem believing had that. No problem uh, digesting it under, right. yeah, under yeah. the umbrella of, of the thought God, process of, of what the, you were in. Yeah. Sure, yep, yep. You know what I mean. And I do. So, yeah. And then we, you know, there's candles, incense, praying in tongues, speaking in chants. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean. And so there's there's just a lot more available to us, powerly, powerfully, in us than the spirits that's in us. Right. That God wants us to use, yeah. that we're not using because we're afraid that it's going to be called Something new age, yep. worldly, yeah, yeah. satanic. Yeah, the doctor. Right. I mean, my mom walked in this house. You guys walked into this house. This house is full of bones and skulls. <laughs> and it's a lot different than it used of, to be. This house is full of death if you look at it on the surface. But to us, bones to me, you know, they they represent life. Yeah, they represent the foundation of everything that we have. Because right. if we didn't have bones, we'd have nothing. Right. Do you know what I mean? So for me, I look at bones in a reverent state. My mom walked in this house and said, this is like Satan's house. Literally, she said that to me. <laughs> this is like the devil's house. Now. Wow. And, it, and it really offended me because it's yeah. like, wow, you, then you just diminished all my Christianity or all my belief systems and all, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, well, see, that's right. You took that's it. That's closed-minded. I took it as, wow, you're so closed-minded. You're so yeah. small-minded. That yeah, this is, yeah. That's all you can see? Yeah. You yeah. don't even see us? Right. You know what I mean? And half this shit's for sale. You want to buy it? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, exactly. give me a break. We make money if on them bones. If I had a storefront, my house wouldn't look like this. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, give me a break, people. Yeah. I think it's amazing, but so I don't know. Why like, not? Why not open your your mind and open your body up to some new experiences and new energies? That's all I'm and saying. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'll message Everett and ask him the book. There's a really good book that he always suggests, and it speaks to vibration, mm -hmm. right? Oh, it speaks to levels of vibration, and right now you need to raise your vibration. Right. In order to fight this cancer, which is a very low vibration in your body, you need to raise your vibration. And it's simple things. It's simple things as in uh, the music you listen to, where you store your food. Right. What you put on the top of your fridge, what you don't. I mean, it's really simple things. But because we have this low lying level of radiation coming from the earth. Right. I mean, concrete has a radiation it's level. It's full of radiation. Did you know that? There's. I think I did hear something about that of because of the way it's made and the way it, you know, sets up and it has a property that is, uh, 
you know, yeah. suspect in a it's, lot of readings. It's, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. in the rocks. It's, in the rock. it's a natural, it's a natural thing occurring. that is in Uranium. the rocks. It is in the earth because the earth it has so many rocks. It is just in there. So it has this low lying bit of that anyways, right? Well, we yeah. don't think about that, right? You don't think about True, that. Yeah. When you're getting your, your supplement shake mix, <laughs> you don't know what that process plant is like. That is true. You don't know what what it's actually going through before it gets to you, right? So it's coming to you already, we'll say contaminated with lower vibration stuff. So you would take that and you would take it and you'd set it on this positive plate that you get from Everett and you let it sit there for so long. And now when you use that whole thing, a lot of that negative energy has been removed from it. So you're going to get more positive quality you know return out of it hmm. i know it sounds crazy yeah. but i this guy he <laughs> this uh, this thing i'm playing this is what i'm hearing right now he has proof i mean this is our son this is the vibration that they have measured coming off of the sun now every planet has its own everything vibrational tone every rock every your car has that yeah. everything has that so that radiate that tone it's just inundating our lives. We're we're vibrating. Well, the Earth has its own vibration, and then that's coming from the yeah. Sun, and then the Moon has its own, right? And then as all these other planets, and that's come annoying into orbit as hell. Too. That that's, is that's really unpleasant. And if, if you just let that drone on, yeah, yeah that is and unpleasant. You're, you're standing out there and getting burned by it at the same freaking time. <laughs> <laughs> it's just interesting. I just would encourage you now that you're at this place, you know, because you are looking at other things that does open you up to some other things, you know, that ever swears by this healer. You can send him your picture and he will pray healing for your life. And they have seen like like a 90 percent success rate from this man. Hmm. You know, I mean, it is incredible. But they have also studied some of the 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 biggest you know, Asian Eastern healers and their practices and what they've done. But again, that's all Eastern medicine. Yeah. You know, that's not that you don't practice that here. They don't want right, you to yeah. go to a holistic doctor. They want you to go to big pharma. They want you to well, go for to sure. all those yeah. other places. <clears throat> that's why I've always said they don't want to cure cancer. It makes them too much money. Right. I mean, yeah. going there is almost certain death. Right. It's like, you know, it's like, OK, how yeah, I truly believe the ones that come out of it are just literally lucky, lucky, just like you're unlucky when you get cancer. Yep. The ones that come out of all the crazy chemo, the crazy radiation and all that jazz. I really think a lot of them are just simply lucky. Yep. And I think a lot of them know that. Yep. You know, and I mean, I felt lucky to come out of it for the time I have. Yeah. You know, um, so now going in with my eyes wide open this time, uh, I want to make sure my steps are a little more purposeful and thoughtful yep. and direct well, and, and now, me, and you, you know, you've as opposed even to taking the fear out of it. Right. Cause yeah. you've already been there. You've yeah. already done it. And so it's like, okay, this is old hat. Now we know the routine. We know what's going to happen. So now they can't motivate you through fear. Yeah. Right. Because it's like, all right, whatever. I know. I already know. Yeah. So I'm going to make my day, own choices. I love the one doctor told me, he goes, none of us are getting out of here alive. No. So, right. I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, we all have an end of the line in Absolutely. sight, whether we know it or not. And it can come at different times for all of us. Yep. And we'd rather it be later than sooner. Yep. But at the same time, we're not immortal. No. Right. So. And who do we let be in charge of it? Yeah, that's kind of my yeah. point. Of the, I still got to yeah. be me now. You know, when I you gotta go have out, do you want to go out here. that way or on your own terms? Yeah, man. And that's exactly the crux of my message of, you know, with my discussions with my son and talks her and I have had is, is you know, this time, man, I, I got to be me. So, 
you know, kind of come what may in a way. But I mean, you still have to have that piece of yourself and your own identity that you feel like you get to direct because it means something to you. It's you. You get to direct. You get to direct your path. Yeah. You get to decide. Okay, this is it. They say I have this much time, so let's go do this and this and this and this and this while we can. You know, and you know, people who do that, they tend to have more time. (laughs) Right. You know what I mean? Like the country song, I went skydiving and bull riding, and you know whatever that song is by the country guy. It's uh, it makes a whole lot of sense, man. Well, you didn't come out of the womb with your giant biceps and your big muscles you decided to be that person right. you worked hard to that's become true. the that's person true. Yeah, that's a lot you are of work. Yeah. and people told you you were nuts I'm sure true yeah people they told still do you sometimes. you're crazy <laughs> you're old what are you doing this for you're how are yeah. you 50 and, oh that's dumb and yeah. I, you know? along the way because I've been to the gym and I've worked out with people they told you how to do it mm-hmm. and you did it your own way and now here you are faced with some other huge obstacle yep. and someone's trying to tell you how to do it so it makes sense to me, just looking at you, why you would not listen, not not listen, but you would want to take your own steps. Yeah. Because that's what you've done your entire life. Yeah. At some point and in your life, you decide, I'm taking charge of this life, and you picked up a weight. Yeah. True, yeah. And you've very, become very this true. man. Man, yep. And that's now you're picking up the cancer weight. Yep. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're yep. taking charge. Yep. Yeah. Well, and that's it, too. I do, I do, I'm a big believer in taking the fear out of it. You take back the control. Right, yeah. You know, and it is like, It was terrifying at first, but then now looking back, I'm just like, man, I'm mad. You know, I'm just mad that I I took some of those steps. I'm mad that I endured some of those things and the bankruptcy. And then it's here anyways. I'm like, yeah, and it's still here anyways. And it's like, well, that sucks. Yeah, and you kind of feel lied to, too, because it's like, oh, oh my God, you you totally fucking screwed me, man. Yeah, totally. Yep. So now I'm like, I'm going to call the shots on this one. Yep. (laughs) You know, like, even if I call the wrong shots, I'm calling the shots. Yeah, and now if if you accrue debt, it's because you want to... Do it differently to have different tests done, meet different doctors, see different things, you know, try different. I'm going to try this natural thing. I'm going to try this natural thing. Things that fit your life better than what is so. Because when you had to stop everything, I mean, come on, that can't be good for you either. Yeah, it wasn't. It just can't be good for your body, can't be good for your mental state. And mental state is like 90% of it, right? Yeah, that's I mean, a lot. it has to be there to be able to fight it. And it's like, ah. but I also encourage you this too. I mean, we're created in God's image, right? You call your shit in line. You start telling it to fall in line. You were created in God's image. You, Your words have power. You are the master of your, you know? And so it's like you start speaking from that authority position. I don't give a shit how it's going. Even with the doctors, you're already doing that there. You know what I mean? So now yeah, you do it yeah. with yourself too. And when you feel that in your head, it's like, you know what? No, I'm not doing that. In Jesus' name, I'm healed. And this is going to go away. And I'm going to be a miracle. Because look at me. Why wouldn't I be? You know what I mean? And it it is a certain amount of like uh, spiritual cockiness. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. I, that's that's my relationship with yeah. God. I'm like, oh, oh, I I see you. I challenge you. Let's go, buddy. Come on. You know, and we will just butt heads all day. And, and that's it. And it, but he does the same to me. You know, it's like, yeah. oh, really? Oh, you think so? We'll do this then. Yeah. And then it's like, well, I didn't really want to do that. Right. Right. You know? <laughs> I'll pass. Okay. Why don't you shit. take care of everything? You know. Yeah. But now you're trying to do something positive with this, right? Because it yep. seems like that um, prostate cancer, men's cancer, does not get the attention. Oh. The breast cancer. Uh, and stuff. Yeah. So you, now I want to talk about your foundation, so we can. Are you still doing that? 
Well, I pushed the pause button on that because so many people, and this gets into what she was saying earlier, they jumped right on the yep. foundation that I started. Yep. And I started it when I was broke. But then all of a sudden, like, I had all this support and all, but then no one wanted to, like, give me any money toward right. it. So we're doing events out of our own pocket. Which isn't the idea of, right. of a nonprofit organization. Like right, the, the right. people who started it aren't supposed to pay for everything they do with it. Right. Buy all their own T-shirts, buy all their own supplies, right. buy the booth time at the events. Right. You know. Um, so then, and, and a lot of these guys that wanted to hurry up and jump on, you know, when they all thought I was dying, uh, just suddenly disappeared. And their money went with them. That's amazing. And so then I pushed the pause button because then at that point now I'm going through bankruptcy. Yeah. So right. I'm thinking I can't fund Anything. my own events anymore. This yep. is dumb. Yep. So I just literally pushed the pause button and let it go. And then eventually over time your um, your tax status yeah. and that kind of stuff expires. Yes. And I let mine expire. Mm. They even sent me okay. letters. Hey, you're about to expire. Do you want to re-up? And I was okay. like, no, nah. I don't want to re-up. So, you know, I may or may not pick that up again in the future, you know, but um, I found just two of my closest friends that were also, you know, in the middle of their cancer journeys. We're all still in touch with each other. One in particular is still such a close, great friend of mine who's still also fighting. He's still going back for treatment. He's on gene therapy. He's mm. on all these custom cocktail drugs and mm. stuff, you know, but we all just looked at it and was like. Maybe just, you know, other people don't want to necessarily roll their sleeves up and get dirty with you. Right, right. You know? And uh, if I was a celebrity status or something like that, then they just want to be close to you because of your celebrity status. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. But at least, yeah, but at least a lot of times, though, there's a lot of leverage in that. And there's a lot of money, money in that. Good yeah. things yes. can happen. Yes. Give money. But when you're not a celebrity and you're just an everyday guy who's got some friends, you're yep. just kind of like, well, you know, you have your friends that are also broke because they're going through the same cancer garbage you are. Yep. And then the guys with the money that are healthy, they just there's no more drama for them. Right. 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 And they don't want to yeah. dedicate. No well, and they don't the come hours. out looking. Oh, I did yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they don't come to the events uh, and and you know um, all all healthy and well and and want to sit there with a bunch of people talking right. about being sick people. Right. Well, yeah, they want they want to save a sick guy. Yeah. Not a big strong guy who looks healthy. Exactly. You know what I mean? No, it would have exactly. it would have fared better for you had you gone down to. 150 pounds. Oh yeah, that's the worst. Near though. death yeah. man. Right. Everyone would have stayed right with you the whole time right. and carried you the whole way. Oh poor him. Look at him. Oh poor him. Yep. And look at us martyring ourselves yep. for this poor for this, victim. Right. Yep. Right. You know, Without instead, us, he would never have made it. Yeah. 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 But all of a sudden, I didn't need those people, and they. I just think they all just like either turned and tucked tail and ran, or they were just like. They well, went I gotta and, go find somebody else. They went else and found I can be somebody else. Yep. That's yeah, man. Exactly so they right. jump on somebody else's cancer wagon or somebody else's yeah, depression right, right. wagon yep. or whatever yep. to save these poor souls so they can yeah. feel good. Feel good about themselves. It's so great. Yeah, right? so bizarre. So like they thrive on crisis. So yeah. you know, it's again, it's the soldier thing. You know, like as long as bullets are flying and we're both scared hiding in the foxhole, yeah, they'll hide with you all day. But the minute you say charge, yeah, they're load like, your uh, weapon and run. They're like, I ain't going with you. Yeah, hell with that. I'm running. My mom called me. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. running, but it ain't that way. Well, my kids got danced tonight, you know. Yeah, so exactly. I'm, uh, it's not going to you know, work. Yeah, we have equestrian training later no, on. Wait, so. wait, wait. But the crazy that, thing that is. That equestrian shit is important. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who's going to ride is. them horses? The crazy thing know. is, is when they, if they found themselves in that position, they would expect everyone to well, be. Well, that's human nature, yeah, man. though. I mean, yeah. you can't, I don't you know can't if blame. that is or not. I wouldn't expect that. 
Yeah. I would expect the opposite. No, I think that just you in know? human nature, we all expect those people that once called us our friends when we're sick to come out of the woodwork and take care of us or, or at least acknowledge us. And then when they don't, do you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. I've, I've witnessed other things than that, you yeah. know? Yeah. And that's even worse because it's like, geez, people. But when people uh, come around you and say they want to support you, you expect them to stay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You totally you. do. Especially when they start, you know, throwing resources your way and dropping names and, and getting your contacts fulfilled yeah. and stuff like that. Then all of a sudden you're like, oh, wow, they're serious. Yay, we yeah. can do this. And, and then all of a sudden the momentum grinds to a halt. And then you're still like paying for things, yeah. and you're like, "Wait, wait a minute, yeah. right? Yeah, well, this isn't functioning." The your typical way. cancer right. poster child, Tom, never appeared. Yeah. So oh, then right. we can't keep going. We can't ask money for a guy who looks like this. Right. Put a but I thought I'd be the perfect story because you of would that. Be. That's why I'm so I'm so I odd. Agree. You know what I mean? Like when you yeah. see me, you're like, well, "What? And, you and were, that, you got cancer? You know what I mean?" That's the perfect hopeful yeah. story. I would think. But the other aspect is fear. Yeah. The other one, they're standing in fear with you because they can get behind the fear. I think yeah. They can keep the fear going, yep. you know, but when you didn't get super sick and you didn't look like you were super sick, then the fear's like, huh, it's, this isn't, there's no fear here. He's not really sick. As right. a man, I think I have more fear. I, I don't, I mean, I disagree because it's like, you're a perfect like a picture of health you're working out six days a week lifting weights right you've got a low body fat giant muscles you're eating a perfect balance of food for yourself and then you come down with this cancer well what about me mr taco bell six days a week <laughs> watching tv twice as much as you go to the gym you know what i mean drinking twice as much as you do and you're twice my size yeah. you know what i mean yeah, yeah. um i should go get my numbers checked you know what i mean it, for me it gives me a little bit more sense of holy shit Maybe I should be a little bit more vigilant about my health and to check myself because if a guy like you can get it, can get cancer Anybody out of nowhere, anyone then Mister Mister yeah. Big Gut, like I got a neighbor that we just saw him today he come out of his garage with nothing but a small pair of shorts on. I thought Jesus, dude, put a shirt on. <laughs> and I never I just because thought, it was it like that so guy's so unhealthy and uncomfortable, and yeah. it's like just looks so hard. No one yeah. know. All people are talking about is heart disease. And they're talking diabetes. about diabetes. Mm -hmm. No one's saying, and by the way, you could underlyingly have prostate cancer and be dead in five years. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And your heart may also be bad. And you yeah. want to know, too, I think, uh, like with breast cancer for women, it's kind of scary. It's way more visible. Right? Like, oh, the visibility prostate. of that is like, as soon as you think cancer, you think of the pink ribbons, yeah. you think of the yeah. breast cancer yeah. escapades, well, and all even the just on the media. physical form, you will <clears throat> notice. A woman, you yeah. know what I mean, oh, with like half a mastectomy, right? Right, you know what I mean, or a double. It, 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 prostate cancer doesn't give you a visual thing to say. Oh my God, that's missing from you, Tom. Yeah. Oh my yeah, God. Yeah, yeah. You're right. missing your yeah. left arm, Tom. Yeah, yeah. What you, happened? You still have your nuts. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean. Right. Yeah. yeah so yeah. you, prostate cancer has no visible thing to add to the fight. Right. Yeah. You yeah. know. So that's then a great, it's that's like, a great oh. point. yeah, that is a great point. Yeah, and, we've been to a and a lot of men. Don't even think anything about their prostate. No. Not until we're 60. They we're not even know supposed what it is. to. They right. don't know what it does. Right. Because until all of this, I wasn't quite sure what mine did. Yeah. Then once I found out what it did, I was like, oh, well, oh, I don't want to lose that. Right. I mean, that's like, what? That's where all the magic is. I don't want to lose that. <laughs> I should have known about this a long time that's ago. That's golden <laughs> gem, man. I don't want to. You can't take the crown jewel of my body. Right. I know about a goddamn fallopian tube, but I don't know what a prostate does. Right, man. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, it gets granular too when yeah, you no, start come learning. On. Yeah. yeah, it gets granular in a hurry. And <laughs> yeah. then you're like, 
Wow, I don't want to lose that, but I'm like, oh, that I gotta lose it. One little thing is wow. has so much life force in yeah. it. You yeah, know? yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. The gates of the gates of life are closed for me in terms yeah. of reproduction. Like you can't even extract, uh-uh. you know, Anything cells out of out me of to you. like reproduce yeah. with me. So yeah. my son is like cloned. my only bloodline yep. now. Yeah, you have you to be cloned at this point. Yeah, they'd have to clone me. Yeah. Have to <laughs> Which become might a storm not trooper. be a bad thing either. You'd make great stormtrooper army, bro. The army of Toms that would be intimidating. That would be intimidating. You oh, shut some riots funny. down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A wall of you guys. A wall of you guys. And you're like, okay, you know what? Never mind. I'm good. <laughs> that's for sure. Absolutely. Oh, and Tom's not a bad idea. That's fancy. We might be honest. With you. I know. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you might just go that way with your path. The CIA is listening. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I might get another knock on the door. You, know? <laughs> you and your friends. Hmm. Let's all see. You. Let's we see you guys. Clone friendly. <laughs> yeah, you're clone friendly. <laughs> Well, it's important, and I think that um, as men, we should get checked, and getting a finger up your ass is not the way to do it. I had a female doctor one time when I was getting testosterone treatments, uh-huh. and so, so she's like, um, you could tell she was a, a, a lesbian. You know, you could just tell. It was fine. I didn't care. I don't yeah. care. It's fine. And so she was going to give me my testosterone treatments, but she's like, listen, um, I don't have your blood work in front of me, but I know you're, you're healthy. I saw your blood work before, but we didn't do it, but... Um, I just want to check your prostate before I do this. Yeah. Before I give you this extra dose of testosterone. Right. And I thought, well, you know, it's not going to tell you anything, right? Right. This yeah. is long after I'd met you. Yeah, and yeah. she's like, yeah, I know, but in good conscience, I can say at least I checked it, and that way it didn't feel swollen or something like that. Yeah. She's like, uh, uh. She's hitting me in the cheek. She's like, she missed my butthole three times on her approach, right? And so finally I said, listen, you seem like you're not out of practice at this or something. What did I tell her? So I was like, you seem way out of practice at this. And she's like, well, yours is just, and I was like, not in the normal place. (laughs) And then she's like, yeah, I got it. She got it that time. I got it now. Yeah. She's tickling your uh, esophagus. <laughs> yeah, she got. It. She, but she I swear, because I'm in the room. Yeah, she leaves right the there. room and he looks at me. And he goes, "I think she just wanted to stick her finger in my butt." <laughs> right? So yeah, yeah. I yeah. think you're yeah. right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And she was horrible aim. Terrible. It wasn't. That it sounds was a, terrible. It was a well lit yeah. exam room. Yeah, like. I'm not relocated in any way, shape, or form. No, no, no. Like, you know. and, did, and did your prostate sing to her? Yeah. I think she left the room in a hurry. Yeah, yeah. So she might she, have been. She felt the vibration. <laughs> you know. She felt the vibration. That's yeah. right. Yeah. She knew oh it was my good. God. She ran out without washing up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Poke and run. Oh, my gosh. That you know what? I'm funny. not even sure that woman worked there. Who <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> is a strange lady touching my butt? I might have been the receptionist now that I think Damn. about it. I got to tighten up my practices. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, you know, ask for a PSA. Yeah. If you're going yes. for your yearly physical and God, you're over yes. 45. God, I would say yeah. If you're past if you're oh, 35. Yeah. I would say 35 and yeah. up. Because if you were sick to be where I was, you would have already had a, you a blip known. at 35. Yep. You already been on the on the chart. Yep. Yeah. Same with my buddy who was stage four, who's still in treatment. He was almost dead at 38. Yeah. Uh, so, Gosh, dang. you know. I mean, that means he could have even been checked younger. Yeah, he could have been know? checked in his late 20s and understand. would have showed something. How come yep. it's not just part of the blood work anyways? Well, because Especially it's just a goofy medicine thing. You know, it's the whole like the conventional wisdom. Yeah. You know, it's just, well, we've seen that over time. But times have changed. And, and you know, cancer no longer is a thing. rampant. No. 
No. Yeah, and cancer is rampant. And, you know, in the old days, a doctor used to make house calls with a little black bag, yep. and his his knowledge was limited to that little, little black, black bag. bag. Yeah. Yep. Well, now there's no such thing as that anymore. Nope. So if we've gone that far in, like, just terms of uh, the education of doctors and a treatment, then how far do we need to come in our, our concepts and precepts of, like, what age should do what? Yep. Like women with breast cancer. Who says a 16-year-old can't have breast cancer? Right. They do get it. They do, yes. They do but get it. But conventionally, conventionally, they're not going to be checking them at no, 16. No, they'll tell you, oh, 40. Yeah, get, get when you're your 40. First, first mammogram at 40, unless there's reason to think. Right. Yeah. Which, which is ridiculous. Could be any I'm age. sorry. When you start growing them, they should start checking them. Yeah, man. Just plain and simple. It yeah. should just be part of. It's just logical. Of, yeah. For all it's it costs them to do. Part of maintaining your body, man. For I all mean, that come it costs on. them to do. But they make more money if they don't do that and well, they yeah. don't do preventative maintenance mm-hmm. and they come back and, and really suck the rest of the life out of you. Right. Big Pharma can't make money on us, off, off, off of us if we're well. Right. Yeah, true. So Very they don't true. want us well. I mean, yeah. look at this drug for the COVID-19. Yeah, hydroxychloroquine. The virus is hydroxychloroquine. king. Yeah. It, it <laughs> fucking is $3,900 for a private insurance and $2,900 for uh, if you're on some sort of uh, and it makes, government. And it costs $10. You know what? Yeah, and it's like the cheapest drug. It's like so old. Yeah. It's like 75 years old, yep. and it's, it's time-tested in these kinds of things, and all the guys in Europe use it. Yep. But all of a sudden over here, it became like a big gold. hot topic. Yeah, like we've gold never had it before. Here now. Oh, my God, we've got to in- import it from somewhere. Yep. And right, yep. Yeah, because you know, surely we can't manufacture it ourselves. Create yeah, it's any amazing. Jobs. It's incredible. Create any jobs. Yep. Take you care know. of our own people. Right. <laughs> I don't know. If anything, this maybe it's a money do machine. that. It's all about the uh, the money that drives the industry that keeps us alive, but not well. Right. Keeps yes. us alive, but yep. not well. Alive they don't want us the to bills. be well. Classy wants to know if she had gloves on. If not, that was a date. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a bad date. I had a date with a lady right in front of Shana. <laughs> I let it happen. Shana. <laughs> wow. I was so good to watch. I'm so pretty comical. sure she had a glove on. <laughs> she did. Okay. <laughs> but you know what? I couldn't see. Uh-uh. I was looking at the wall uh-huh. going, where is she looking? Yeah. <laughs> she was looking at Shana. <laughs> hey, look, I'm, I'm, I'm doing this. <laughs> uh, uh, so I don't know how you fix government uh, health care. I don't no. know how you fix anything. No, I, mean, I don't know how you get people to just respect the fact that we're Americans and let's all work together and make this fucker work. Right. But I don't know how to dude. do that either. Right. I can I can say that all day, you know what I mean? But I don't right. know how to implement we, anything. I don't have any yeah. ideas other than just be fucking nice to the people yeah. around me. Yeah. When I we were at the grocery store yesterday and or the other day and the dude is just being indignant, rude, and mean to our checkers. I've been going to that store 20 years. Don't be rude to my ladies. Yeah. For no reason. Yeah. Get away from me. I don't want to breathe you. This is your, I don't want your help. You're no good. I mean, why you got to be mean? Yeah. I, I really That's think where that it starts. If we've ever needed just civil civil discussion and civil logical discussion, it's now. Yeah. You know, without without being a Republican or a Democrat or a conservative or a liberal, just common sense <laughs> logical discussion where A and B moves you to C and yeah. two plus two does let's, make four. Right. Yeah. Let's be you know, humans. Right. Instead well, of these bizarre scenarios and far reaching angers and far reaching topics that no no Rubik's cube of government will fix right. ever. And I think it, they've proven that they are not the people for the job. Oh my God. They yeah. can't work yeah, together. <laughs> they can't work with anyone else. And they definitely are not working for us. If you've had the same job for 50 years and you suck at it, it's time to go. 
Yeah. If you've had the same you, job for 50 years, you pretty much don't care about it anymore. I no, think, how could no, you? you I mean, could you, you imagine don't. working yeah. the same job just 25 years like many no, have? Yeah. No. But those many no. have also retired from those jobs. Yep. But yet elected officials are in their 30, 40, yeah. 50 years. In I'm like, those positions, they shouldn't even be allowed no, to there's hold be caps. that space. There's got to be caps. It should be four because, years. Yeah, because you know what? You, you get no new influx of That's ideas. Right. You get That's no right. new influx of discussion. It just becomes that machine of like, we do things this way. So now the new guy that does come in has to conform to just yeah, do you things not this change. way. Or you don't just change it fight the whole time. I've been time. here so long, I'm in control. Yep. You know, where it's we the don't good old that. boy club, and it we're is. just waiting for him to die, it which is. is wrong, because they're killing groomed, us. Yes, and they've already groomed the next good yep. old boy club, because they were in politics now 30 years. Yep. Yeah. So the 30 got 30 year veterans yep. are going to replace the 50 year veterans, veterans, and they will become 50 year veterans. Meanwhile, there's no one new in the mix. None no at all. None. Did you new see all those old people that, that are, are judges? Nuts. That's oh. like the Crypt Keeper's freaking tomb there. It is. It's like, are you kidding me? Hey, like, listen. Wouldn't you want to just be spending your money <laughs> and live on an Gator. island at this point, oh, man, man? And just be right. like, bring me some cocktails yeah. and let me put my feet up. Like, Chilling hey, on Epstein's are, Island. Yeah, like, why are you doing well, any of this? And how... How disappointed you would be in yourself, or you should be in yourself, <coughs> to say, I've been here doing this for 50 years, and this is still where we are. Oh, that would be the ultimate shame. I mean, I that's how they should all feel. We've been doing this, all of us, as a collective, for years and years and years, and we're still in the same fucking spot. Yep. We haven't moved forward at all in any area. Mm-hmm. You and know? then some are moving backwards. Yes. And that's just... And then we're supposed to have Wild. hope that we vote someone else in. Why? It's not going to do anything. It's the same shit. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't matter what you are. If you're a, a libertarian, if you're a Democrat, if you're a Republican, it, that shit doesn't matter when nothing is fucking happening and right. nothing is changing. Right. Give me a break. Now all you're doing is fucking beating a dead horse. Right. You, and, and saying, look at me, I'm not going to give up on this thing. You know? Yeah, it's just yeah. Like, Bessie's dude, been gone for 20 years. Yeah. Stop beating Bessie. Right. Yeah. I mean, come <laughs> on. Like, we were talking about it and it was like, how do any of those freaking old people that sit on Congress now even know? When's the last time they've been in fucking public? It's even the guy, Dr. Fauci, hasn't seen a patient in over 25 years, right. but yet he's running the universe. Right. You know, it's like, dude, you haven't even touched a human in, no. in a couple of decades. Yeah. Like, why are we listening to you as a one you? voice? One. You know, like, one doctor. He one. says something and everything locks down. And it's like, I don't know if that's necessarily a great idea. Yeah. How, that's what not because say. I don't How think many he's a professional, are not in because the I don't USA. think he's been in school and stuff, but I mean, just saying, you can't take one guy's. But you go to a doctor to get a second opinion yeah. on your cancer. Yeah, yeah. But we don't even get a second opinion on our fucking country. No, yeah, it's it. Lock it down. Are you he said so. Me? Yep, uh, better do yeah. that. Yep. Yeah, that's exactly. bizarre. And I don't know, people get so mad, Trump, and you know, this and that and this and that. And it's like, well, at least he's bringing things to light. At least he's causing arguments. He's yeah. causing things to be fucking talked about yeah. because we've all been sheep for so long yeah. that we haven't even looked at things. We just let them do whatever they want thinking they're doing it for us. Right. But now if you do a little research, you'll find out that they've never 
no. done anything for us, no matter yeah. what color we are. Yeah, yeah. It's all about the special interest and the money and getting and the next the election. Money. That's it. The you money, know, just keep money. me in power. That's what this is about. Yep. You know, and that's why we have 50-year-long senators yep. and it's crazy. good Lord, man. We had Alicia on the show, right? And so, Alicia, we were telling you to go see her down at Spiritways. She is a psychic medium. Mm-hmm. Right. And so like she can she can talk to your loved ones. She can, you know, do that kind of thing. But then she just can just tell you things about yourself as well. And so we were talking to her. Right. And I was like, it'd be great if you could just just tell us what happened to Marilyn Monroe. You know, <laughs> yeah. and she starts laughing and she goes, it's so funny. The first thing that popped into my head that I heard when you said that was JFK did it. And I was like, wow, wow. right? And I said, yeah, and where's her diary? Because in her diary, she kept very detailed things that went on, right? And and that was, you know, as part of the whole thing that she was killed to get the diary to, you know what I mean? And and she said, all I'm hearing is the JFK family has it. And it's like, wow, that's so funny, right? But all the time, you know, it it was really interesting just talking to her and stuff because it's like, right, how many things do go out of this life that no one knows the truth about? Yeah, How many things do just, and and because it's gone now, we just believe what we're being told. Yeah, like, did we land on the moon 50 years ago? Because we never went back. I just find that weird. Sean is like, we did it. That's what he's like. like, (laughs) And for me, like, the flag... In the, it just is like, that looks like there's a rod going across it, holding it. I mean, it just seems weird, right? And don't you think it'd be floating up a little bit? Right, because everything just, floats I away. We haven't gone back in fifty entire years. Yeah, we years. can't like, get the back best there. We can do is go up in a space shuttle, fly around, and come back down. Right, like, that's all the best we got. But we want to go to Mars. Right, literally. Wow, literally. We we think we're gonna send people there. But we never there. went back to the moon. Wow. Yeah, I think yeah. the whole thing. But again, they we believe what they tell us. Yeah. And then we done they, saw it on the TV. Yeah, they have control of the media. So then you you know you that's what you get too, and it's just like that is so insane to yeah. me. I, I tell Sean that all the time too and then with spirituality and religion and everything else it's very much like what is going on you know we never know you never know that's why you have to gauge yourself that's why you have to know for yourself i just did it oh, I'm oh you're not on i had to take a two screwdriver pee <laughs> <laughs> i couldn't go any further let's see i'm just reading some of the comments um Oh, yeah, maturity, decency, decency, mutual respect. Yeah, starting <clears throat> politics. No kidding. Taking what's taking responsibility of what's wrong. Everything is the other party's fault. Yep. yep. That's exactly. But that's everywhere in life. That's not just here. That's everywhere, right? I mean, even even in the healthcare. Yeah. Awesome. Yep. Well, real quick, because we've been on for two hours, <laughs> and we can't keep you here all day. That's hard to believe. I just know. Podcast. Two hours? I know. Oh my God. We've just been chatting. It goes yeah, so fast. Awesome. Um, I'm sure you guys have weights to lift and stuff to do. <laughs> yeah. uh, Sunday's kind of... always food prep day for us. Oh, okay. That's our uh, food prep day, and then I go do legs later on, yes. Um, are you playing music? What are you doing? Are you jamming? Are you in a band? Yeah, I'm jamming all the time. Uh, I'm looking for somewhere to record, actually. And um, and I got a new um, student under me who goes to the School of Rock, oh, yeah. who's kind of like a young prodigy. Yeah. Uh, who is only 13, Holy who is it. insanely talented, sings, plays piano, plays guitar, and he's coming to me for the guitar stuff. Um, so you're doing lessons now, or are you just doing it just to mentor? Yeah, I'm doing more of a mentorship with Good for this, you. This, this fellow, because he already has a skill set. 
But now he good. just needs to to understand technique yeah. and make his voice. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. There's, there's things that are hard to teach about technique because that's what most guitar players can't teach. Because right. It right. That's just you. Deals you bring with it. Where do you put the flesh of the hand on the palm? Where do you put the flesh of the hand on the fingers right. to keep the other strings quiet as you're doing things? Right, and, right. Uh, there's there's finding your own sound and your yeah own, and there's yeah. techniques you have to just kind of embellish on your own yeah. that you can't be taught per se like hit the string this way and this will happen right it won't always happen because you can hit that string a thousand different ways right um, so I've been doing that with this uh, fella that's been going really really well his dad's a friend of mine and he kind of approached me he was like hey man he goes I think my kids really got something he played me a couple of tapes of this kid and I was like how old is he yeah <laughs> he wow goes, what? yeah, yeah. So um been doing that and I just play all the time but I do want to record and it's just hard you know when you're this age finding yeah, other guys yeah. that are into what you're into yeah. and have yeah. good equipment and are and can play at a certain level and then have the time to record. Yeah. But if I could find those guys or just find someone with a really right. great recording system uh you know Yep. I would love to just dive in headlong with it to leave something behind, yeah. you know, for, for whatever sure. that is. Yeah. 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 Yep. Well, you know, you, the, the technology's coming to a place nowadays where you can, you can build that yourself quite inexpensively. At your house. You yeah. Know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And we've had that discussion. So, uh, you know, that would be something that, uh, I would definitely be exploring yeah. here in the near future. Well, we always said that we were going to play some music together, so we should try and make that happen. Yeah. Even if we come up with some things to do, um, you know, over over the internet where we can practice together, play together, something yeah. like that, or and then come together and play. And we can record right here in this yeah. room as well because yeah, I've got sure. all the capabilities for that as well. Yeah, but, that'd be cool. Um, I mean, you're a long way from us. It's not a long way, but still, would it take you guys an hour or so to get here? Yeah, an hour on a wide open morning, yeah. <laughs> yeah and throughout so. the, when traffic is normal, you know how it is, yeah. I-25 is just Is there a, a wide open morning? Is there such a thing even anymore? A wide open morning on I-25? No, yeah. unless it's Sundays. You yeah. know, Sundays around 10 or something is about the only time maybe. Yeah. To try to get either the after the church or before the church crowd on <laughs> right. I twenty five, and then after that, it's oh. like who knows? Wasn't it nice during like early April and May wow. when there was nobody out was so and great. gas was like ninety nine cents yes. a gallon? Oh, that was yes. tits. That was, that was so, so great. nice. Well, um, we should try and jam, of course. You know, yeah. I uh, I also have another friend that's our our age who is. Uh, Right in the same genre of music that we all listen to, that you listen to. He, cool. He leads more to the heavy side like mm -hmm. we do. And what does he play? Is he a guitar, guitar player? Or is yeah, he, yeah, great cool. lead player. This yeah. is a great guitar player all the way around. Oh, that'd yeah. be Very fun. cool. Scott's really good. Really Very cool. Good. If Scott's band met Tom. <laughs> Boy, they, they'd have some fun. You'd have a good time. You, they would love you. Yeah. Yes. Oh. You would love them because uh. it's very much right up your alley. Oh, that's cool. We'll have to see. And you know what? They're doing a benefit here coming up soon. I should look that up. Poor Till Payday. Oh, right. Is the name mm. of the band. Scott, that's for that someone has cancer. Someone has cancer. Someone's son has got cancer. Just like you said, cancer is indiscriminate. doesn't care how old you are. Right. Yeah, sure does. And it'll just get you wherever it's going to get you. And yeah. so they're doing a benefit for the family. And, oh, that's um, awesome! And they're a, a a rock cover band. Yeah, you know what I mean. They mm -hmm. do all everything you could think the good stuff. Him and I were actually going to start a cover band, uh, a parody cover band tribute. Oh my god! And we were going to call it Nippleback. Oh my god! <laughs> and it was going to be all Nickelback songs, but Done we were going to parodies. We were going to change all the words yeah. to be boob related. Oh to my be god. some sort of a boob related song, oh you know. My god. You know. Um what was, <laughs> what was that one song? 
uh, that photograph song. It's in August. The it's in August. Shows. Okay, the benefit is that's in it. August, and that's a benefit to to, uh, to benefit Lance Lawrence, and it's at the Dirty Dogs Roadhouse in Golden. Oh, okay. And uh, they're just a great, fun band, and everyone in the band, of course, except for the lead singer, because guys our age can't do that anymore. Um, <laughs> is an, is our age? You yeah, know what I mean, cool. Yeah, approaching if not full on in our fifties. Yeah, that's so cool. for me, like I, I I started another band. I was in a band right before I left the radio station. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We couldn't necessarily settle on a name, but we were doing just hair band covers. Right. Motley Crue and... Uh, White Snake crap. and yeah, 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 yeah. Stuff that was right out of my range, and I was going to need a break <clears throat> between every couple songs. But still, it would have been a lot of fun. Sure. Being in a band is fun. It is. I, I, miss, I miss playing live music. Yeah, and, I think uh, a lot of people miss live anything right now. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> what was my my buddy Scott. He they lost like nine or ten shows during that period because they're playing all the time. Yeah, man. And um, so this is great that they're able to get back out, have this benefit, you know, for the band, help yeah. them, but then to help out a kid as well. Yeah. So, um, let's try and figure something out. I'll email you some stuff, and then you work out lead parts for it and then you record that at your place <laughs> send it back to me we'll blend it together I'll put vocals on top we'll do something like that alright yeah like a virtual jam yeah or we could just go out to their house and hang out and jam <laughs> yeah jam I'll bring some mics in the computer and right. we'll record absolutely yeah oh then super See, easy Shana made it so simple <laughs> okay you know let me do my thing this is my thing this is where I jam right here slowly don't get excited. This is not going to happen quickly. <laughs> oh, never, my God. It never does. Hey, watch this. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's better than a quick, quickie all the time, right? Actually, that was a compliment. Oh, Annie is listening from think... Durban, South Africa. Annie, how you doing in Durban, South Africa? What's going on there? Um, that's what's the fun part about this podcast, Tom, is... We do have the opportunity to talk to and, and experience listeners from all over the world. We have listeners that uh, call in from Sweden and Ireland and Iran. Yeah, Iraq. We, we had Dan Hardy on the show and hooked him up with some lady in England. Yeah, hot little <laughs> wow. one. <number>. Yeah. <laughs> her name was Frenchie. They're, they're, something I remember. They were emailing was, each other. Wow. Yep, yeah. they connected. Yep, she's from London. And then... Um, we even had some people from the UK reach out to us that were relationship experts and came on our show. They oh yeah, that's show. a great thing too. They have a whole, a whole program, um, program that they do. It's called Doing the Groundwork. Yeah. Dot com, mm. and it is for singles, but it is also benefits couples. Helps you kind of work through some of your past crap, yeah. so that gotcha. you can have a healthy relationship in the future. Oh wow, good, mm -hmm. very good cool. for them. And they heard us. And they thought these people are our kind of people, and they wanted to be on the show. And so I thought it was very cool. Yeah, that was that cool. Is. So, and then here's Anne, Annie from South Africa. She's having a good day. Wonder what time it is in South Africa. Wow. Yeah. I know. Right? It's I like a, know. a whole day ahead of us. I think. It feels like. Right? Yeah. Well, it was it was interesting during the during the the height of the pandemic. We would get on and talk to people in Iran and stuff, and they're like in Iraq, and because I, I always made fun, I would say Iran, Iran so far away. Yeah. And then, but they, they didn't find it. They funny. didn't. Yeah, right. <laughs> they Several did. people from Iran called and were not amused. They corrected. <laughs> they didn't him. get the flock of seagulls. Uh, right. right. They didn't, no, they, they didn't, didn't get it at all. Uh, but they're like, nah, there's no fooling around here. You don't <laughs> leave your house. And they're you like, what? They'll, they'll shoot you if you leave your house here. Yeah. They, yeah. If you watched, if you looked on Reddit, they were making them do like 
push-ups and shit and whipping them if they caught you out on the street in yeah. Iraq. Uh, and Iran. Yeah. 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 Um, and so he's like, we stay with our family. One guy called from uh, London, and he was like a player, and he had like the bachelor pad. He's like, my pad is full of drugs and booze, and I, I'm not allowed to have any women over. <laughs> oh, my I mean, God. He, he like, called us. So, he called I'm us. so bored. Like, yeah. He's like, I need some, I need some nookie. Wow. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Because in other countries they didn't play. I like said, yeah. I said, well, wow. why don't you just have have someone come over anyways? And he was like, no way. I said, how are they gonna know? And he was like, I don't know. I don't want to find out. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> I'm not yeah. taking the risk. I was like, He's like, right. I'm horny as hell, but I ain't having somebody come over here that might cough on me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's exactly so it's right. Been, um, she says, uh, she says she's 21, age 15. Well, I don't know what that means. That's the time. Oh, it's 21.15, so that means it's uh, 10 o'clock, 12, 9 o'clock. Wow. 21, 22, 23, 24, 12, 11, 10, 9 o'clock, 9.15. Wow, yeah, so they're almost a full day. Yeah. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, yeah 9.15 p.m. I know. What time is it here now? One fifteen. One fifteen. Oh, that's yeah. See, time just flies when you're in the basement. Wow. <laughs> that's what happens. Come down to the Swallows' basement, and before you know it, it's been three hours, and your shirt's off. <laughs> <laughs> well, sometimes, sometimes. Uh, not today. <laughs> Right, I think it's great. Um, thank you for coming, and thank you for having us, man. That was yeah. so yeah, cool. Absolutely. It was so good to reconnect and yeah. have to do, do better. More. At, uh, yeah, yeah, do better at staying on this. Absolutely. For sure. Yeah, and um, you know when you do fire your foundation back up and you start to get uh, some momentum, or even before, let us know. Let's let's do this again. Okay, okay. yeah, no, sure. We need to make uh, uh, people more aware that men were just as susceptible to a life. Devastating, uh, devastating life-altering cancer. cancers. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just that's, like that's women. Yeah. And I don't know what the numbers are as far as prostate cancer, breast cancer, and all that stuff measure up. But at the same time, it's a measurable number. Yeah. That For needs sure. to be made aware of. It, it's not a competition. No. It shouldn't be made right, to right, feel right. like a competition. Right. Equally as important, both of them are. Yeah. You know, it's life or death, so it's nothing to mess around with. For sure. You could be the Susan B. Coleman of prostate cancer. Maybe you're like the... <laughs> Strong man Tom walk, you know yeah, what I mean, maybe. or whatever. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, we need to be doing stuff like that for us men, too. Yeah, absolutely. yeah. If, yeah, yeah. Maybe it's motorcycle rides. Maybe it's, it's hikes. Maybe it's something more manly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever sure. the hell it is. Yeah. <laughs> but I like to walk. <laughs> what? You're so funny. You're more manly. Manly. Uh-huh. Slot car races. Yeah, yeah. there yeah. you go. Slot <laughs> car for cancer. There it is. <laughs> there you go. That's because men my age, we right love there. slot cars. <laughs> oh, there we go. Yeah. Whatever. Fine. Whatever. There's a way. Yeah. There's a way. Or there's a will. Alinda, thank you for speaking up. I Even know. when you said you weren't going to talk at all. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad that you guys are here. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so super, much. Super and we'll gracious. just we'll have an update on you later as it goes on. Yeah. 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 You know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean? We'll stay in touch. We'll keep everyone you, uh, will want to know. Keep you in the loop on this craziness. Yeah. For sure. Absolutely. Cool. All right. Right on. Awesome. Thank well, you. Bye. Goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. I hope.
hope you like what you just heard because you've just been swallowed. Make sure and listen to us on Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, even YouTube and CastBox, or wherever you love to listen to your podcasts. Give us a like, give us a love, give us five stars. Remember to share us with your friends because it makes a difference. Remember, follow the swallows. Thank you.